motherfuckers. It's award season again. Drake then took his name out the ring for the damn Grammys. Her may or may not be an industry plant. Soul Train Awards was bomb as shit. Stephanie like Adele now. Normani fans hate me. Wow. <laughs> as always, the size is here to give what should have been gave. It's a new episode. Buckle up. They never said the size podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The device is a black podcast playing all genres with a regular pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you're not from DC, you probably don't know what size you need. Know. Before we start, I just want to say I'm fine with ignoring Rihanna pregnancy rumors out of self-care. Yeah, it's not a credible source. Good, because she fought tooth and nail. And I don't have time for ASAP Rocky to be ruining the body this early in the life. Oh my God. Them legs are still big though. She probably not gonna be able to change that. Remember at one point her legs was insured by Skintimate or one of those? Oh, cause she, cause she was like a Skintimate girl. Wasn't she like the shade mm-hmm. cream girl? She was the first girl I knew to do that. I didn't know that you could do that. What you mean? Like I didn't know that you could get your legs insured at that time at least. Yeah, a lot of people was getting different body parts insured. If you were, um, if you were a, uh, uh, what's it called, an ambassador for that brand. So like, if you were back in the nineties, if you were like the ambassador for like some lipstick or whatever, they would insure your mouth. Like that was like a thing, and you couldn't you couldn't mess it up because you was like the brand ambassador. I love that was like a thing in the nineties. Somebody need to insure my legs, my hair, and my eyes. What else? Just insure me, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> okay, so let's get to it. Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to the size. <sighs> um, the people were starving because y'all really listened to our both of our two episodes that we dropped. So thanks for the support. <laughs> We really thought we was doing something by giving the people two episodes, and they was like, nah, we're the third. <laughs> yeah. And we're back. This is the third, so leave us alone. Stop asking. <laughs> they be down our throats. Real bad. Real bad. So, as we, as y'all have all seen, the baby and Danny Lee was acting a fool and carrying on too bad on Instagram. Ooh. And, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about it. Music. My whole thing is just like, Listen to Summer Walker still over it, everybody. <laughs> and follow accordingly. The end. Follow accordingly. If he got baby moms, leave him alone. Especially mess foot. Mess will definitely be a foot. I don't care. So I only put this on here because I know that you like mess, but I wasn't even paying attention that day. Y'all had to give me the updates. It just it never made sense for me that they were together. He was getting real bad press from just being alive during that whole thing. So yeah. I'm like, why is she affiliated with him? Then come to find out she was she had a baby. He was claiming that she was a side chick, even though she had all of the receipts that said otherwise. Yeah, them receipts were everything. I was like, oh, she's giving very much um, Gloria Allred with the, <laughs> the fake <laughs> figure. <laughs> I, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But I mean, good to know that she was like creative director for um, one of Prince's videos and his last living protege. That's cute. Last living protege. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. Um, <laughs> she directed the um, Breakfast Can't Wait video. Mm -hmm. And I did not know that. No, not at and all. Now that I know that information, her music makes me mad. <laughs> so, yeah, it's twofold. My relationship with her has changed because that makes me care a little bit, but everything else makes me care even less than I already did knowing that. What makes you care less? <laughs> she know better, and I don't like that. That's you know the same thing that somebody was saying. Who was it? Somebody was saying about her that was like, "We know what you're capable of. Why are you doing songs with little baby and dirt?" Madden, Madden said that. Yeah. So that's the same thing that with Emily. I'm like, why are you doing these trap songs, girl? You are a prince girl. She don't have nothing I like except for Easy with Chris Brown. So I I, I stopped caring. And not for nothing, we like Easy, but Easy is the same as everything else that's out. Yeah. So dancing like that in the video. So now, it's like I know you are capable of more. So what you doing? So give us more. And why are you laid up with the baby? Like everybody know good and well that man never gonna leave that first baby mom. And I didn't know there was another baby mom in the mix. Yeah. Where'd this other baby mom come from? I How thought, old is this other baby? I thought we talked about that on the cast before because we like the baby mom that he never gonna leave, but there's another one that kind of popped up miscellaneously. Never heard of her, never seen her, never nothing until this all came out. And I was like, wait, what? And oh, the script is saying the baby mom, we like pregnant, so. By him? Child. Oh, shit. How you a fourth baby mama to yourself? Four baby mamas. Shonda. I mean, I'm being judgy now because I was definitely about to be somebody's third baby mom, but... Oh, my God. Lord, no. um, That is ghetto. Yeah, I don't like when stuff is ghetto for no reason. Like, for no reason. Like, Danny Lee, girl, she really thought she was on top of the world being with him, and that's... Again, you are the, like, daughter of Prince. The baby should not impress you. I don't like it. He be beating people up for no reason, and he be saying inflammatory stuff about gay people and people with diseases. It's just like, you are not even a good person. Why are you no. talking to Danny Lee? And he not even cute no more. He got the same birthday as Ron. That's funny. Are you reading? No. Oh. <laughs> it's just a fact. Ron say it every time he come on the screen. Oh, well... That's my birthday tweet. And Ron is such an aunt. That's what aunts do. <laughs> I tweeted that the other day. I was like, niggas be aunts. <laughs> and Ron is aunt number one. So is Daryl, Oprah Rose, uh, aunt. Love them. <laughs> I heard it be aunts. It's very strange to watch. So, another aunt, so we <laughs> All the rapper girls act like aunts. Like, you can I'm tell me and you know why? Because all their moms are girls who are aunts now. Like, right. their moms are all, like, mid-40s. So mm -hmm. they was, like, 90s hot girls who are, like, now the epitome of aunt community. Because they was 90 hot girls and they daughters are in the limelight, they friends. So that's right. what rubs off. And they act like they moms. Like, how, um, I mean, you don't care about city girls, but me and, um, me and Dre was watching their uh friends giving and they kept singing all these cut clothes songs and they are <laughs> apparently obsessed with cut clothes who even know cut clothes songs except for us right and y'all <laughs> ain't nobody in that room older than 28 
why do y'all know like and they wasn't they were singing fooling around and they were singing um hold on because you gonna scream that's crazy to me cut close if anybody don't know is the girls from the twisted song we keep sweat you know you oh they were singing get up on it uh a hit first of all and they were singing i surrender hey i was playing that <laughs> I'm the only person I know to be on the Stairmaster to change your faces, cut clothes, silk. Also not. <laughs> oh. Like, let me, like why let do you know, why do they know surrender, huh? <laughs> your friends do know surrender. I just said leg day calls for R&B. Oh, I'm screaming. <laughs> but like, y'all are young girls. Why do, I mean, I'm glad they know, but it's like, they literally grew up in a house with a mom playing cut clothes surrender on Saturdays. <laughs> I don't know, but that's deeper than a deep cut to me because I got 28-year-olds and younger in my family and they know good music because musical family, but they don't know Cut Close. But was they mom's 90s high girls? <laughs> when, they, when they were little, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how, like, like, my, like my mom wasn't a hot girl in the 90s. My mom was a hot girl in the 70s. So, like, I knew all the songs, but not from her. Right, that makes sense. But like, Carisha know all the songs because her mom is forty four. Right, her mom is like, not that much older than us. Right, so like, her mom was playing them songs in the house around her, but Jackie was not playing fooling around with changing faces. I mean, my mom was though actually like, my mom was. Remember, um, strawberries on top of me by Smooth, a song. No, that sounds ridiculous. It was a good song. It was ghetto enough for me to think that you would know it. So <laughs> sometimes, sometimes about me having an old mom be blocking some of that out. That's true. We have been having moments where a lot of stuff would not cross paths. And I'd be like, what stuff are you talking about? I've been having to ask questions in the group chat a lot recently. Like, <laughs> what you say today about I thought you didn't know what the voice was. And I was about to be like, Stephanie, what? But you knew. No, I knew what the voice was, but I thought that they was on a spinoff. But this is why it's important as a black person to read captions. <laughs> Fair. Um, then I found out it was actually a Jimmy Kimmel show, but um, which we're watching. Yeah, but more of the story is, um, y'all stop messing with people, baby fathers. They're not gonna change for you. Wait a minute, I'm gonna you. be different when you have a baby with them. Leave them alone, child. Yeah, so I put Couples Community on Hot Topics because I hate all the couples right now. Couples Community, if you don't know, is my favorite place on Instagram. I be <laughs> blowing Stephanie DMs up with all of the cute couples, male, female, cat, dog. And when I found out that little baby and Sawate was canoodling, it just made me upset because cognitive delay and no. So the people in there are sleuths because how they got to the root ball of them pictures. You know, investigative journalism is my pastime. Love it. <laughs> but did you see what um what Quavo said? No, but I know he mad. He posted on his story. He's like, it's whatever to me. We can swap them out. Something like that. And I'm like, he's so hurt. He's, he's so sad. Hurt. He's so devastated. And niggas just be saying stuff because like, in real life, that could make it seem like he already had somebody that little baby was with, but that's not necessarily true, because Drake be lying. Like, they be lying, and it it makes me upset. Well, I think I think what he was insinuating, too, was he gonna grab Jada. Yeah, yeah. 
But I don't know. I feel like Jada is so above these dudes. Like, I, I can't see Jada messing with another rapper. That's what we think. True. Because Ari got her a new rapper and she in love. Her money bag is cute to me. Money bag not cute, so I don't know if I could condone that one. <laughs> you look like you drew. Well, I'm, but, the, but the thing about Sweetie, though, was like two weeks ago, she was playing the piano in Dancing Idris' house or something. I thought that was cute. I was ready for that. And honestly, I wanted that to be her pivot. She's above rappers. I'm sorry. Like, we don't got no rappers right now that I, I want people to date except for Moneybag. Otherwise, I don't, I don't like no, I don't like no rappers right now for, for a, a nice girl. Like, you know. I get it. I can't condone Moneybag except for that album. The album is talking. But the look. But he seemed like a nice guy. I think he was, he, even when he was like dating Megan, I liked his rapport with the girls he dates. I didn't mind the way that him and Megan was carrying on. I do mind him and Ari, but I, again, I don't pay attention to her for real. I've been recently discovering that um, I don't be knowing these sets. Like, I didn't, I don't know why Ari is famous and I don't care. But she's famous because she is G Herbo baby mom and she started the baby mom revolution. So but, she flipped being a mom. She flipped, she flipped being a baby mom into being an influencer. And so, like, cute, she kind of led the pack of like, young black influencer girls but i never seen the baby and g herbo's not famous to me so that's why it wasn't connected oh well the baby is adorable his name is stupid <laughs> but he's a cute little baby he's a cute little boy he seemed like he's like well taken care of he's when they be posting him he's speaking sentences like you know he seemed up to age capability um you know who baby is cute as shit and i don't care for the mom Nicki Minaj, little baby. Who? Right. No, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, Nicki. The baby is cute. Hate the oh, mom. It's, so it's G Herbo. Um, both of G Herbo kids kind of favor that baby. Oh, nice. But but a little cuter, like because the cheeks is chubbier. He had like a little walk on role on the shy, but that's really the most I ever seen him. I don't. Oh, yeah, no, he's really famous. Yeah, it's late. Um, but you know he got that baby by Fabulous stepdaughter. Random, didn't know that, but I have seen them together, so that makes sense. I don't be thinking that just because people are hanging out, that it mean that a baby is in the mess. I don't think like that. So that's interesting to know. All these rappers got kids, all of them. That's another Multiple thing. Kids. Stop it. Stop, please. They all got kids. Like Moneybag got like six kids. What is Dirt that? Got like Dirt got like eight kids. No, Dirt got a tribe. Um, Thug got twenty kids, and you see, he with Mariah the Scientist now. She can't sing, and he can't put up a complete sentence. Sounds like a I'm man. like, how you go from Carlay to Mariah? She's pretty. Okay, I guess. <laughs> she's she's not she not. I'm not saying she's unattractive, but she's not, like, you can find a bunch of girls that look like her, is what I'm that's saying. Fair. I mean, Mariah the Scientist look like every PG County girl I went to high school with. Exactly. That's why it's like, snor I'm snoring. I'm bored. That's what girls... But Carlay? Like. Carlay is pretty as shit. Jada, pretty as shit. Dusty Yore, pretty as shit. So, you're ghetto. <laughs> 
But um, sweetie, um, you're you're not doing a good job. <laughs> no baby, you're not doing like, a good no job. Baby is adorable to me, but what is she talking to him about? Well, I don't know if I brought this up on the show, but I watched the shop. You know, LeBron James's little barber shop. Oh, uh huh. And it was Sawate, Yvonne Orgy. Yep. Random David, Be- don't do that to her. Random David Beckham. Why well, I can't do it to her? I like Yvonne Orgy. She'll a nasty lady. You the only one. Don't nobody like her but you. Muse <laughs> gonna like everybody. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't be like everybody. We just talked about G Herbo. I don't pay no attention to him. But, but you don't dislike him. You just don't care about him because you don't. You don't listen to the music. No. But I- everyone hates Yvonne Orgy. Everybody wants her dead. She said something to, uh, so I watched her Breakfast Club, and she said, I guess she wasn't having a good day. She didn't greet a fan properly or something like that. And now- No, she was nasty as shit. She dragged this girl from the stage. The girl put the video on the internet. She's a bad person. I don't expect Nigerians to be nice. I mean, not that that's an excuse, but I don't expect Nigerians to be nice. Like That's what I'm saying. She's a mean Nigerian girl. Yeah, but I could see that and still be like, like her from afar. I like Wale from afar. But he not mean, he just said. When I used to have a completely different set of friends and I lived in Atlanta, one of my homegirls used to do Wale hair. He came in, didn't speak to the owner of the house, didn't speak to none of the boys in the room, I guess because he could just tell that they was gay. But he could tell that me and my other homeboy was from D.C., so he dapped us up and that was it. And then he continued to get his hair done. You, the girl who doing your hair don't even live here. Like, what? That's rude. Wale is rude, but... Again, like him from afar, hometown hero, even though he's not really from D.C. I say all of that to say, we were supposed to be talking about Sweetie. She was one of the members of the forum on the shop, and she had the least amount of things to say. So I think that we like her. She's personable, but she might not be as well-rounded and, like, smart as we think. And I'm not saying she's dumb, because she's successful as hell and don't really rap. So she got to be smart in some kind of way. She internets very well, love her, but in that type of room she seemed to her light seemed a little dimmer than usual because mm. you know that show is literally to show how smart famous people are so, and they all be on their show sounding dumb yeah they do actually but she didn't <laughs> have to even sound dumb so that's I'm, the key about it they all sound the fool but it was a good episode i will watch it again well sweetie call damson um Please. but then baby got on instagram and was like bitches be doing shit for clout so I don't know what that's about. If he's, I don't know. Anyway, he clout from him though. I don't like when they be doing stuff like that. Like so, I don't know if he's saying that Sweetie needed was doing it for clout because Sweetie accidentally posted that picture, or if they saying, or if he saying Quavo is trying to clout. I don't know. Either way, prayers to all families involved. Yeah, I also don't believe when people say they accidentally posted something because I've never done that before in my life, and I'd be on my phone. Well, you know, people be, because you have one main account, but people be having Finstas. Like, Carisha talk about having Finsta all the time. Yeah, I haven't graduated to Finsta level because it'd be too much trying to do just the cast Twitter and this and my own and the, and the cast Instagram and my own. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Just given we need an intern. I'm about to call Jamira. Well, I mean, we just segue into Twitter. Oh, wait, real quick, couple community shout out to um, Cash Down. Her baby should be coming anytime soon. Yeah. She did really good on BMF, too. I did not she expect did. anything from her. She did. She did. But her and the baby father are very adorable, hoping the best. Let me check and see if she had a baby yet. Because she the way she's about to come bust. <laughs> the thing is about to pop. 
if people don't do nothing, they're gonna stay pregnant in a pandemic. Uh, I mean, what else is there to do, honestly? Not be pregnant. I, I'm, oh. I'm doing that. Well, that part. Yeah. So, uh, next hot topic. Oh, did you know that Normani has stands? Like, they attacked me. And all I did was say that her and Kelly Rowland don't need to be talking about too much. Wait, so what did you do? Oh, I thought you was segueing to Cash Doll. So, uh, article. No, I want to know what you was doing. I'm looking at Cash. She's still pregnant, but I'm trying to figure out why you got cursed out. Because I, I saw the curse out, but I didn't know why the cursing was happening. Well, you probably wouldn't have thought that I did anything to warrant it, but Stan Culture knows no bounds. <laughs> All that happened was, and it was my dumbness because I've retweeted a, a Stan page. But an article came out where Normani basically said that Kelly Rowland reinvigorated her purpose for music and helped her understand what her purpose was in music. And I retweeted it and I said, this makes a lot of sense. And no, that's not a good thing. And it it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And what I meant by that was, yes, I do have a very shady undertone, but I mean, well, Normani's problem is inconsistency. Kelly Rowland is the most inconsistent child of destiny. They don't need to be having no career conversations. At all. She don't care about music enough to help none of the other new girls. So, like, that's all I was saying. But apparently, because I didn't read the article, because niggas don't read, the headline wasn't the full story. That was just, like, a clickbait situation. And Normani was having some issues, like being a brown-skinned girl in music and all of this and all of that. And they was calling brown skin girl. <laughs> they was calling her dark. Yeah, I think she's lying about that. But go ahead. Ooh, I do too. I think that people just be saying that now because it's a way to make people feel bad for you. But yeah. Normani's literally been talked about for being pretty dressed. People like the way she dressed. Not us, but people do. She's a performer. Like people like the like the dancing. Like people only say glowing things about Normani outside of music so her i think she's still hooked on the white people going off on her in the um yeah going off on her when she was in that group but like that's why we told you up here with black people huh oh you're right i'm just saying that's not what the article said but she be trying to make it like it's everybody being mean to her because she brown skinned which don't even make any sense because the brown girls are the ones that get the most life off of hello People don't do nothing but talk about how pretty Normani, Ryan, Destiny, and Justine Scott are. They actually don't care about nothing else that they do except for look nice. Right. So, like, complain about that. Like, say, I want you to pay attention to my music more than my beauty. Don't say, I'm struggling because I'm dark-skinned. Or, she's not dark-skinned. She's brown-skinned. But but they be saying she is and she not. Well, Black people don't know their own complexion. So, the thing about the stands... I ain't seen nobody face. Nobody was bold enough to come to me like a man or a woman and actually show themselves. I look great on Twitter. So I wasn't feeling no kind of way about arguing with the cartoons. And this one girl popped in my comments and she had Brandy as her picture. And she said something like, that's why you need to read, nigger bitch, you gay nigger, something something crazy. And I was just like, yeah, it, was Is it, <laughs> it was like, it was a lot of homophobia. I was like, this is a lot. I didn't know that so many people didn't like Black gay men in specific? I thought that... Well, okay, let me tell the the timeline what was verbatim said. What people were saying verbatim was black, in music comments, black gay men hate dark-skinned women. Y'all jealous of dark-skinned women. Y'all look down on dark-skinned women. 
why don't y'all like dark skinned women? So apparently it's a it's a nasty battle between dark skinned girls and, and um and the gays, the black I gays. didn't know that until that night. Like I was just like, hmm. And then I was giving them stark examples of my timeline, like niggas who are always gloating and boasting great things about these these same girls that I was giving constructive criticism to, and they was just like, nope. Conversation over because this is late. You can't reason with the stands. One you time can't. I, you I, cannot I, reason I, with Gen Z. You can't reason with stands. And I'm not about to do too much going back and forth with people that I can't see because I look better than you. So <laughs> like the end. What that we say? I ain't, it's two places I'm not going, and it's back and forth. Back and forth, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been saying. I feel like my mom said that in the 90s. <laughs> it is two places I'm not going, baby. It was weird. I was just like, okay, Steven Universe, I'm not about to talk to you for too long. I know you're not Brandy. And then she I was like, are you Brandy? And she was like, yep. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, Queens is about to get canceled. So you should probably be worried about that and out of my comments. Like I was going off on them because Queens <laughs> is definitely going to get canceled. But, I miss the rebuttals, but I definitely see everybody calling you every homophobic slur known to America. And the thing is, they had to, like, research me real quickly to find out any of the things that they were saying. Because, like, a picture is a picture. I mean, but you talk about butts a lot enough. You don't got to scroll too far, darling. Like, it was probably, like, within the first couple tweets, you know. You post about, like, Tanashi. So, I mean. Yeah, nobody likes Tanashi except for gay men. So. Right. Exactly. So they didn't have to do too much research, y'all. And it's no shade. <laughs> then they was going on the podcast. Y'all would be listen, it was just a it was a lot. And the whole time I was thinking, Normani got all of these fans and she never gonna give an album to them. Wow. Like mm. Well, she said she giving y'all an album in 2022. So she said that this year. RCA is doing her dirty. But yeah, it wasn't too much to it. They was trying to rail the kid and I was like, not having it. Then I got sleepy and I just muted the tweet. But thanks for boosting the podcast following sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Every time that they do that, I always tag the podcast and it just be like, oh, well, more information for them to find out about me. Because when we was going back and forth with the Lizzo kids, the lizards, more followers. <laughs> and then Nikki fans they've kind of like taken a break from getting on my nerves but they used to be in my comments real heavy too and then don't be following me so i know that you're like searching these artists names oh definitely they have nothing to do that is so wild to me i was like you actually had to search nomani because mm, nobody was talking about her and like when they get real fed up like if i go back and forth with them too much then they'll dm me but if you're not <gasps> following me it comes as a message request so i don't know you yeah, the Barb's have DM'd me before. They be on my They're level. They need to get goddamn grip. Or jobs, one or the other. They said they don't work jobs. They is a job. Hmm. Nikki not fan. You know, Normani, Normani searches her name too because I've never added her <laughs> in my life. But for whatever reason, Normani has me blocked on Twitter. I've only said her name one time on the internet. Yeah. And that was when I said. She needs to, to get Tanashi to write for her. That that's not shady. That's not shady at Tanashi, all. Tanashi is that girl. Everybody needs to work with Tanashi. I say the same thing all the time. People don't be listening to me. It's interesting to see people coming around to Tanashi post this concert, but we not new to the future to this. Hmm. 
Okay, not to bring her up every episode. Um, <laughs> uh, Muse wants me to publicly discuss Adele. Please and thanks. Okay, so let me walk y'all through my trajectory with Adele. <laughs> so 19 came out and I was like, oh, y'all know I don't do sad music unless it's like, you know, a, like a, a like an emotional like. How can I describe it? I can only listen to sad music in a very particular way, like a like a James Blake. Because yeah. it's sad, but it still feel like sexy a little bit, and it be like hooting and hollering, you know. I, I can I can deal with that. Yeah. But it's just something about Adele where the whole album gives me dark place. <laughs> Not a song. Like, like Adele's 19 gives me Stacey Barth. Ooh, no. I would never. So I was like, 19, I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep chasing these pavements because I can't. 21 came out and I'm like, oh, okay. She's giving us a little upbeat. She's giving us a little rhythm. Right. You know, a couple so I like I think the whole album was good. Okay, let me say this. Let me level playing field. Adele does not make bad music no. at all. No. Nobody makes that. But it just felt like, oh my God, is this girl just gonna be like making sad music forever and not giving us a little Bapiana? But then she came out with 25, 21 hands, she won't go. Uh-huh. That was Rolling in the Deep, She Won't Go, that whole Oh, I don't wanna I Rolling in the Deep is one of the worst songs I ever heard in my life. I get it, but I don't want it. All right. And the, and this, I guess, rolling the deep kind of explains where me and Adele be at odds. I don't like all that hollering if it's not no like vibrato and it's not no like soul to it. Yeah, she's just loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I know that like the way the recording is set up, I sound way louder than I'm actually talking. So that loud was very loud. I'm mm -hmm. sure. But um, she just be loud, and I don't, I don't need. I like hollering, y'all know I like Fantasia, but Fantasia got some type. She has vibrato in her yelling, or yeah. like there is Adele be her songs be sad, but it don't sound like she crying in the booth, right? And so it's just hollering. <laughs> and so when people be calling her a soul singer, I'll be like, what? Where is the soul at? Oh, I never heard about I can it. like the songs, and I'm gonna tell y'all, ain't no soul here. She is not a soul singer. Mama just be loud. I never heard nobody say that, and I don't want to. I like Adele, and I always have, but I definitely understand people having to pivot away from her music because of the content, and for your, for lack of a better word, loud. I, you know how we love runs, we love technicalities and vocals and shit like that. Adele love a straight note. So that's part Listen, of it. And she'll hold that straight note for 30 minutes. Listen, she <laughs> loves <laughs> I'll be like, girl, call Kiki Wyatt. We need some. <laughs> <laughs> counting. Two, three. <laughs> One, a two, a three. Yes, yeah, like. Adele will hold a single strong 30 note so long. I'll be like, girl, where's the vibrato egg? But the new album came out and. Well, now she having sex with black men. So. <laughs> <laughs> he got a documentary coming out on BET. We'll be watching. 
Hmm. I mean, it's in poor taste for them to be doing this right now in the climate that we're in. Yeah. But um, her her turning into a Kardashian is very interesting. She is dating a black man now, and so the first thing you got to do if you date a black man one is to get a Kardashian makeover. What she has done, she looks great. She looks good. I think she's a get some fat in her face a little bit because she looking like me when I had got too skinny. And they give like, are you okay? Like sometimes you, you gotta plump the face back up. Cause then it get wrinkles. You get what I'm saying? I I get she what you're saying. And I she's a young girl. But overall, she looked good. The styling been good, the hair been good. Mm-hmm. So I love I love Adele Kardashian aesthetically. <laughs> and the new album, I will say, has more diversity of sound. Yeah. Than she's ever had. Yeah, it's her most. And that comes with dating a black man because he got you in the house listening to Curtis all the music that actually right. had soul and feelings. Exactly. Because you could tell she don't. You could tell privacy she was not listening to no black music. I do agree with that. Like nothing in her. That's why I would get mad when everybody would compare her and Jasmine. Cause I'm like, nothing is black about Adele. No, it's not. Like nothing about her is black. I love Adele, but Jasmine was sing circles around the industry. So Adele is nothing to her. Again, long note, Linda. <laughs> so the pen is comparable as well. I think that Adele is a phenomenal writer, but there are songs that Jasmine Sullivan has that invoke more of an emotion out of me than Adele. But I think it's because Adele's songs be just kind of like even. Mm-hmm. Which is why I really like this album because it's songs on there that's going to be played on Urban AC and I would have never expected that from her at all. Yeah. I thought we'll get yeah. more of the same. Again, Black Boyfriend. So yeah. I, my favorite song on the album, um, and y'all know, listen to the podcast, I hate me a song about people and they cheering. Hey, but she does it well. Let me tell you something. My Little Love is a fucking song. My Little Love. The production is good. You see she's doing runs now, right? You see she can uh-huh, uh-huh. Black. <laughs> like, what black person is in the studio with her now? Because Adele is Rick giving Paul. something. And, like, even her talking to her son in the song wasn't irking to me. Like, it wasn't cheesy. Because I feel like a lot of the parent songs are so Jeez. And then but this song is so beautiful. Like I actually was like, not like you know, I'm gonna cry, but I was like, oh my god, like because it gives you, know, you a real peek into what was going on after she had him during the breakup with the husband and all of that. Because I watched the whole Oprah interview and I was like, oh, I really like this insight into your life because I already I already knew I liked her as a person, but this made me feel like, oh wait, I would actually like like her as a person if I was around her, not just mm-hmm. like a random famous person. But she's comes. She's very down to earth. She's open and honest about her problems. And she basically that little interview she did with Zayn Paul, where she's like, "I'm not singing for these TikTok girls. It's people my age just in therapy and need a release. And I'm singing for them. Like, who gonna sing for my people if everybody's catering to the TikTok girls? Like, her knowledge of like what she needs to do business wise in music is mm-hmm. to me. I like all of that. She she got some. I like music. how she stay out the way too. She yeah, she, she said, "I'm Shadey. I'm giving you the music and I'm pooching." Yeah, but she got that residency popping up, so she about to give weekends in Vegas. Yeah, that's cute. Um, and I really like the other the other song. I really really liked was "All Night Parking." That's my favorite song. Which is also another black song. <laughs> um, 
it's but none, like, none of the songs are bad, but those are the songs that I think that that I can go back and listen to a lot. This album has the most playback value to me. Like oh, I really? out of all whole discography. This is my favorite Adele album. Yep. Oh wow. Because there are specific songs that I go back to on her other projects, but they don't capture me as a full body of work because it's so much of the same feeling and same tone. But it's levels in this album that I appreciate. I think that My Little Love has a very similar bass line as Erica Badu's Didn't You Know. It's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that All Night Parking song it sounds like Where Did My Baby Go by John Legend. Like, you really do got a black Oh, that was a song. Yep, a song. And then it's... I, I like that song, too, but she do be yelling. Yelling? I'd be like, girl, you was about to crack open my um eardrums. You gonna bust her esophagus. I just wanted you to go on record and say that the Adele toleration has begun because... It but I've never disliked her. It'd just be too much hollering without <laughs> no feeling. But I was still listening. Like, I didn't listen to 25 because whatever the, let me look, the single, I was like, child, it's more hollering. Let me down gently. Yeah. So I didn't fully listen to it. Like, I, just, I couldn't finish it. I was like, it's just too much. Of, like you said, too much of the same thing. Yeah. So I didn't finish it. Um, I think that was probably my least favorite of her projects anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but she always comes through in storms no matter what the music is so oh cause she gonna have a um, she gonna have a a, a fan base regardless yeah. of what is going on in the world like and I she, like her like um, Sade. She, she can come out and is gonna do the best numbers and she's gonna mm-hmm. push like I mean I haven't heard a lot of talk about her but we're in the COVID world so we're not around people a lot yeah um, to really know what's going on in the world, but I already know that it's still gonna be crazy. Grammys twenty twenty three. Oh yeah, for sure. And her rollout is also traditional enough for her to not lose ever. Right, because and she's gonna work this album. Right, oh, sure. Y'all gonna do this album single. for a couple more months. She like teased it. She came out with the single for the, the um the initial single, let easy on me. Then the video came out. Then interview with Oprah, then residency announced, then album went number one. Like, it's number one on Billboard right now. Like, she's not playing. I love... She's oh, it's a- going to be number one for a while. Oh, wow. Everybody yeah. buckle up. She's a musical juggernaut, and I like that about her, too, because she personally, like, as a person, she really be chilling. But yeah. she... Cl- like, the girls clamor for her. Yeah. But she still seems no- regular. Right. Right, right, right. Like, she don't at all seem like she is wrapped up in being that as famous as she nope. is. She not like, she don't even people. seem, she, she doesn't, and the, and the thing is, I've never heard her talk until these clips. Oh, really? I've been through the whole interview with no British accent, so I've just been watching the clips. Um, and she just seems like she doesn't even acknowledge how famous she is. She don't. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some people are just like, they're just a regular girl. <laughs> a regular girl. <laughs> a regular girl. 
Not the Santana because Material Girl came out in like 2018, 2019, and it's doing numbers all over again. They've been playing it at parties and stuff now as of late, like the other day. Because yeah, it, it did not blow up like that. I was the only one singing it all the time. You and Kyrell. <laughs> hey, Ky- oh, yeah, that was me and Kyrell's song. <laughs> I was like, working on a Grammy. Meanwhile, busting down with your man in Miami. That's what Adele doing. Hello. <laughs> she was steady working on a Grammy, busting it down with Chris Paul in Miami. I ain't mad. I'm screaming. I am not mad. Well, those were the hot topics, y'all. We're trying to keep it less than three hours for a change, but uh, what are you listening to right now? Right. Say, if we slide down to the now playing platform, I haven't been listening to nothing else but Summer, honestly, and I know you haven't either. <laughs> and she's not letting go. But we gave her a full episode, so I was like, what else have I been listening to? This is going to show my age, even though I'm a baby. But, like, the group chat be going on me for being the youngest all the time, but I really had an old man move the other day. I thought that Don Tolliver was Joyner Lucas. Like, I really thought that Don Tolliver was a whole other rapper for a really, really long time. And I didn't like this one Joyner Lucas song. So I was like, nah, I don't like Don Tolliver. I don't like him. But But, Don Tolliver is actually that nigga. And now that I know he's not who I thought he was, I've been listening to him a lot. (laughs) Down. (laughs) I'm screaming. Uh, Because Flocky Flocky is my shit. That song with uh, Drugs and Melodies with Cali Uchis. Love that song. Cali Pooch, okay? And then Insecure is back on, so I'm not watching nothing else but that for real. And their soundtrack always gets me together. They hit me to this new girl named Anais. She got this song called Vanishing. Oh, send it to me. I will sing. I was listening to it before we started. And then random Curtis Mayfield popped up. But that's what I've been listening to, mostly summer. I mean, same. Like, <laughs> I'm still over it. Yeah. The only time I've been taking breaks, honestly, from summer is um that Be My Fiasco project really just got me by the throat. Like, I can't <laughs> stop listening to it. So when I'm not listening to summer, I'm listening to Be My Fiasco. A singer. Yeah. She looked like, um, she looked like, um, Contessa from Married the Medicine. You look just uh, like Contessa. <laughs> she is that lady twin. They dress the same and everything. Like, she is Contessa. The reason for the season. Contessa's the only reason I watch Married to Medicine still. Really? Well, her storyline has carried the show for the past two seasons, at least. Mm. Are they coming back? I want to be Married to Mess. I miss it. It's coming back soon, I think, actually. Everything's about to come back, but we just don't know exactly when. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so y'all definitely need to, to um, clock into her project. It's called Where I Left You. And y'all already know what Summer doing, so. And she need to um, get rid of that man name on her face. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot- if his name was something like Sincere, I would be like, all right, but his name Larry. I have a little cousin named Sincere. That's funny. Yeah, because you're a ghetto. Everybody knows why he's Sincere. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, but um, yeah, his name Larry, and that is not a cute name to have on your face. I'm not, you know, I'm not tattooed the name on my heart, children. No. Oh. Mm-mm. Beyonce and Janelle Monae could kick rocks with those lyrics. I get it, but no. Mm. I'm not above it, so well, I'm not judging. But well. I just will only do it if the name is fine. Like how I look putting Larry on me. 
Come like somebody daddy, somebody Paul. Hell no, I'm not doing that. I'm just not. I'm sorry. I don't. Man, you ain't Basu, okay? But Larry. I don't even have any words because there's just no way to twist it if shit don't pan out how it's supposed to pan out. Like, I'm not about to have Steven written across my fucking arm. That is late. Mm-mm. But you know, we got girlfriends that have tattooed somebody's name, and like I said, I'm not above it, so. Yeah, I'm not joning, I'm not judging, but it's not for me. Yeah, I get it. It's not your brand. It's not, not at all. And you be over people too fast. You don't even be liking nobody enough for that. And then when you do like somebody a little bit, you be over it, so. I be over myself for like giving in to the like. Yeah. That's not okay, but it is. Speaking of, everybody's back in the streets. I am so sad. Like, the group chat be like off the streets for a little bit and then everybody floods back. (laughs) Including me. I think only one of us is like consistently dating someone right now. Mm -hmm. And that is giving nudes and ludes. You said what? (laughs) (laughs) I knew that you didn't catch it because you paused. I was like, what? They heard me. That is not okay. People be out here not... It's just giving, like, when we going to be in a relationship with somebody. <laughs> That's what it's giving to me. Anyway, on that note, huh, I guess it's time for us to give y'all a break before we get over here sad at the, the lack of date. <laughs> be right back. Everything is funny. Slide it on down into the size. Come on, rolling through the topics. Wow. Award show season is upon us. And people are mad. My notes up. People are upset. Before we even get to the upset, did you watch the full AMAs? Why would I do that? Yeah, so I just, I just wanted to like make that be known. We did. The last time the AMAs was good was when Beyonce did Run the World with 5,000 girls. That was good. I like this. I like the year that J-Lo hosted and she was looking bomb the whole time. And perform that. look blind the whole time, all the time, though. So that's true. That's true. But let's get loud. One. 
Why are you falling out? <laughs> because she did not have to say that at the inauguration. I'm sorry. That didn't make no sense. Why did she do that? <laughs> it would be so crazy. It would be so nuts. Why would she do that? Like, I don't know where. She just was like, you know what? <laughs> I got loud. That was funny. But one highlight from the AMAs that I know of, Cardi looked bomb. Oh, yeah, she did. And I love that she hosted. Me too. I thought that that was a great little moment for her. I actually had like a back and forth conversation about her. And Nikki and her hosting and like certain accolades over the weekend don't want to rehash that. But Chloe finally tailored a performance to my liking all the way through. I thought that, yeah, that she did good. She did really good. She did just she, enough. Mm-hmm. Well rehearsed. What she did in Lose Control. It wasn't sloppy. I was proud of her. It wasn't try-harding either. Because she really be trying to boost the sex. And it's like, you don't got to do that because you already got a big butt. It's fine. That, that almost was a hot topic, but I didn't want to get upset because, you know, I really love that little girl. But she... It would be different if she was thotting and bopping and like owning it, but thotting and bopping and then acting like it's an out of body experience. I'm a Libra. I know exactly what the fuck I be doing. So mm, I'm gonna need a little bit more self awareness and accountability, sweets. Child, <laughs> they don't say we body shaming and sex shaming dark skinned black women. So I'm not gonna say what I wanna say. Well, Chloe lighter than me. <laughs> black people do not know their complexion. It's fine. Child, they say anything to make a point. But um, I had my question about Chloe is how is the song doing? That might need a full episode on its own because I don't think that the music is going to be what people think it will be. It's not going to be nothing like her with the group, Chloe and Holly. She is more influenced by Khalees and like those type of girls, like more eccentric girls than we think so i think but that song don't give eccentric that song that's a sweetie song to me it's real expert from a from a layout of a song perspective it's more experimental than anything that she's done with chloe and holly i don't think it sounds like a sweetie song it's it's not like a verse chorus verse bridge it's not not that what i'm saying is like what she's talking about the production of it sounds like everybody else like anybody could do that song random i kind of i thought that it was going to do bad because it don't sound like what everybody else is doing like i wouldn't play that song behind scissor or summer well and, i was gonna say was not this i know the girls now all make sad music but i'm just saying like to me it doesn't sound when i listen to chloe and hallie it gives as a group, it gives their own lane. Mm-hmm. Where this song don't sound like own lane. This song could be a Normani song. It could be a Tanashi song. It could be that's talking about them girls, not. But it's like we can unpack that a little bit too because I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Anything that she did outside of Chloe and Halle, I feel like was going to give that. I didn't. I wasn't expecting it. I don't, cause I don't, because I don't, she, I don't doesn't, she, her, she doesn't have a singing voice for a pop sound. No. Like I watched her L, her L word association. First of all, she did. She only got like two, three, three words. 
And when she did sing something, they would be like rap songs, and she would be like, ooh, ooh, sound like Leontine Price. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> Remember, she even, she premiered, or she she teased out a new song. And I didn't that's like what, But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it sound like it could be a Danny Lee song. She's interesting because I really don't know what they're doing with her. Parkwood seemed like they just be letting her do whatever she wants to. Like that lollipop video where she was thanking her fans. I was just like, this is not okay. Where is Beyonce? Yeah, that was poor taste. It just, it was, it was ground. It was really cringy. It was also, if you are trying to be satirical and like meta about your own situation, it need to be more clever than that because that just looked like an OnlyFans preview. It looked like you were luring people into a, we are 18, call us. Like them, them commercials that used to come on during BET Uncut. It was just like, this it is- It very much, I click on the link on Broken Silence to watch Love and Marriage Huntsville, and this is the pop-up. <laughs> exactly, like with anime porn, just like anything. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Lollipop Sis? <laughs> yeah, I don't, but, but back to my original thing. How is the song doing? Are, is the streets playing Lord Have Mercy? Is it on the radio? Like, how is the song doing? Well, the DC promoter joints be playing it, but that's like specific. I don't know if, I'm about to look up right now because I don't know if she's charting at all. I haven't even looked that far into it because the song took too long to grow on me for me to care further than liking it now. That makes sense. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like the song was such a slow grow. I, I, I instantly liked it. Once I, because my thing was, I just pretended it wasn't Chloe. And I'm like, oh, Tanashi did this song, I will be living. Oh, it so, was in the top, it debuted in the top five on the R&B chart. And the single also begins as the genre's top selling song of the week and opens in the top 40 of all genre on Billboard High 100. So it's, it's but nice. you probably can't go by Billboard. It got to go by the streets. Like, is oh, the young oh, girls... Oh, no, no, no. I wanted to know actually, like, how it was doing for real. Oh, 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 oh. But as far as the streets, I doubt anybody likes it. People don't be liking stuff. They just started, um... Well, no, they, people always like Summer. Listen, people always like Summer. People always like Ari. People always like Jasmine. But I feel like even even with that, pressure was a slow build for some people. And I know the hood like pressure now. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't um, know the hood like that. Yeah, pressure. people love pressure. Pressure is cute. That is a cute song. It's a cute song, but I don't need it, if that makes sense. Her album will be bomb. I'm fine with it. Oh, no. Ari's album is going to be fine. If she oh, can get out of jail, where is I'm she at? Sure. Is it giving hashtag free Ari? Like, where's my dog? She ain't tweeted shit, shit since. That was Where's Jermaine Cole? Somebody <laughs> get Jermaine Cole on the line. He don't got no pull. I, I okay, because Locked Up Abroad is a scary show. Yeah, I mm, I hope really do. And you know she extra. Like if we got Locked Up Abroad, we just be sitting there chilling. But I am probably she, giving the girls hell. Yeah, she's hooting and hollering, so it's <laughs> so it's definitely bad for her. I know that they snatched that phone because she was about to lay all of that shit, but she was like, uh-uh, I'm never coming back to Amsterdam. I done got arrested for being racially profiled. The next week was, they arrested me, y'all. Like, <laughs> exactly. Not it's not funny at all. Because and when people, and when people, people that go off, like, I've gone off on cops before, but I don't be yelling. I go off with my principal voice. You know, so I remember one time this, this, they were trying to say my ID was fake. 
And I was like, <clears throat> I was like, can, can you come over here real quick? Um, so I'm not sure if you understand your role as a police officer, but you're a servant leader, right? The important word being servant, which means that um, you should be taking care of people, especially because I'm the person that feeds your family. So um, I think you should probably watch how you're speaking to me. Because without me and my taxes, you and your family don't don't eat and have nowhere to sleep. So if anything, you should be really sweet to me because, you know, I make your life. So, so what do you want to do? What do you, how, how do you want to go about this? Just give a do not come for the size podcast because we will read you into a Tiffany's box. Let me tell you something. The girls were stunned. Because <laughs> I did it in that tone. Very chill, very relaxed. I'm not, they expect me to be rah-rah black girl. And I don't give that because then it's going to cause more mess. I already just make people feel bad about themselves. That's what I was about to say. You don't have to actually do the most in any type of argument, police or otherwise, because if you have a sharp enough tongue, you're going to confuse the people because your jokes, your jones, your jeers are all so intelligent. Come on, alliteration. Then they're going to miss it. Like, don't call nobody a hoe. Be like, well, why don't you just strap your back to a mattress? It's the same thing. <laughs> Exactly. But Ari is hooting and hollering, throwing stuff. Child, she ain't never seen heaven. Our girl is in okay. Or the U.S. It's giving come back safely, sis. No, it's giving ASAP Rocky in jail for months. Trump had to free it all. When you brought that up in the group chat, I was like, oh yeah, he was gone. But I don't pay attention to him enough to care about him missing. I'm like, talking about it. That's how I kept the breast. Oh, <laughs> I'm sick of them. They wasn't allowed in couples community this time. <gasps> Well, Rihanna's the president of Barbados now, so. Wait, you being funny? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> because that would be something that she did. No, well, what happened was, this is going off topic, but what happened was Barbados officially got rid of the queen, so they're not ruled by England no more. Oh, and so they, had, so they had this really big ceremony to commemorate that. Prince Charles came to be like, oh, Hi, y'all. Um, I don't control y'all no more. Um, let me go mind my white business and control Jamaica some more. Um, <laughs> Which sucks for my people. Listen, so, um, and then they gave Rihanna the hero of the country something. So now her name is Ex Right Excellency Robin Fenty. Oh, they didn't it, my girl. <laughs> they did. She had this big ass medal. <laughs> Come on, they knighted, my girl. You That's ain't seen all the videos? No. Rihanna, I, I don't Wait, know. Wait, your I, job so you can know what's going on. Yeah. I, the thing is, my job don't even be stressing me out. It's just like the fact that it exists be stressing me out. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to send them that video of Doja when she was like, are you shocked? You're going to be shocked. Are you shocked? When I quit, I can't wait to send that to them. I wish my list didn't get in the way of me being able to say shocked like that. <laughs> I love when white people say shocked and they be saying it like that. It is so funny. Jacquette is my all. I hope that she takes a vacation soon. But shout out to Rihanna being a queen. That's everything. No, I will send you the footage. So it was like a ceremony last night. Oh, so last night is when they, they put in like the vote or whatever for her to become like an excellency or whatever the fuck. And then today is when she got instated. Oh, yeah. So the way that my life is set up, daylight savings time be putting me to sleep around four if I don't got no work to do. So I be missing everything that happens after work. 
Um, well, I'll send you the content. She looked good two days in a row. Oh, I like that for her. That's um, what I about the pregnancy woman. So I was like, my girl just got small. Like, stop playing with her. She's been looking good. Leave me alone. <laughs> but back to the AMAs. I, okay. So I think overall, I'm looking at the winners again. Overall, I think this pretty much reflects where we are in the world right now. Artist of the year, BTS. New artist of the year, Olivia Rodrigo. She actually sings. I'm not going to fake. I'm not going to fake. No, people love her. Collaboration of the year, Kiss Me More. You know, favorite trending song, Body. I wish it was busted, but. (laughs) No, but it was nominated. Erica Banks? Yeah. That's kind of crazy to me. But okay. Because it was it was the it was the first trending TikTok song in the pandemic. That makes sense, actually. Oh, because the Busted Challenge actually got me through the pandemic. But everywhere. So like <laughs> I'm not mad at like the favorite music video, Montero. Like none of like none of this is wrong. I think where the, the AMAs kind of lost me was the R and B category. Well, the AMAs historically is the most outlandish award show when it comes to Black people. I don't expect us to win anything on there unless you are a Rihanna or a Beyonce. Like, I'm surprised Erica Banks is even mentioned because I don't think that white people know who that is off of TikTok. But, I mean, go off AMAs. They're not going to get the R&B stuff right because they're going to give it to the pop girls. And that's what happened. So Doja Cat swept R&B. And people was mad because Jasmine Sullivan didn't win. The AMAs don't know who Jasmine Sullivan is. Wait, you're going off. (laughs) And The Weeknd swept, like, R&B as well. So Weeknd won for favorite male R&B artist, and he won over Chris Brown, Giveon, Tank, and Usher. That sounds right to me for the AMAs. I I think that people got to stop being mad annually over stuff that we don't have no control over. The AMAs is a slap in the face to music, honestly. But I thought the AMAs would at least get Usher, even though Usher ain't do nothing to get it. I was about to say, Usher and Chris Brown don't even have music out. They just fielding black niggas in there because they know their names. I was a little tank getting nominated. That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all don't even know who that is. (laughs) And then favorite female R&B artist was Doja over her Jasmine, Janae, and SZA. But the reason why I was upset, and I think, well, the internet's upset because they just like being mad. But I was upset because I feel like Doja is the queen of pop music right now. Yeah. And this goes back to what Tyler was saying, how they don't be wanting to put certain people, black people in pop. Like, they want they want to put all the big black people in R&B when they don't make R&B music. But I think that it's, it's levels to that. Tyler wasn't wrong at all. We talked about that on the cast before, too. But say that we do start to get there, Doja wouldn't have won. And Doja deserves to win something. You get what I'm saying? That's the Grammys, which we'll get to, I think, did it right because they didn't put Doja in no R&B categories. The right. Grammys put her in pop categories. And right. I was like, because basically when you put Doja Cat in no shade because she won for favorite female R&B artist and then she won for favorite R&B album over Giveon, her, Jasmine, and Queen Nyjah. I love that Queen Nyjah got nominated, by the way. The youth know her, though. That makes sense. Yeah. So, because um, she used to be a YouTube girl. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just feel like they're calling her a nigger with a hard R. Oh, for sure. For sure. Those categories. Um, but they did get it right with favorite R&B song, Leave the Door Open. Yeah, Silk Sonic got hits. It's not the full project that I like, but they got some songs I like. 
Um, and they were against Go Crazy, Heartbreak Anniversary, Damage, and Pick Up Your Feelings. That's actually a really good category because I like all five songs. It is. That was good. I don't really understand the year breakup because the pandemic, I have no concept of time. So in my mind, Go Crazy shouldn't be able to be nominated, but I like that it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I feel like that song is so old now. But yeah, I mean, the animes are like cheesy and ridiculous. I will say though that they used to be lit. The, the animes was lit in the 90s, but everything was lit in the 90s. Yeah, everything was lit in the 90s and like not as overhandedly racist. I don't really um, remember the AMAs from the 90s though. They was lit. Whitney Houston and Mariah be on there screaming every year. Oh yeah, well that makes sense. They were the girls. See, you want Bryson be up there, Gina Bell, it's be a time. <laughs> It do seem like if we were adults in the 90s, we would have had way more of a fun adult experience. Yeah, being Black was way more fun than being Black now is annoying. And it's Black people making it annoying. That's the thing. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode. Huh? But where the Black people could be Black and won't look back, Soul Train, a show. Um, let's do the Grammys next and, and wrap with the Soul Train Awards because I have nothing but glowing things to say about Soul Train. Oh, and Train, yeah, it was a good time. All right, well, the Grammys go get on my nerves because they do that. But again, R&B category wasn't wrong. Listen, we say this to y'all every goddamn year. The Grammys did not do bad. I'm trying to find a, um, a better list. Did you listen to Kate Trinata's new EP? I did. I'm mad at it. It was okay. It didn't, it, didn't, it didn't shake me like I'm used to being shooken. <laughs> she said, Okay, so let's talk um, Grammys. First of all, we're not going down all of the categories because we. No, no, we're not. John Batiste. John Batiste, when did he become that girl? It's been a slow build. Because I know who Fish is, but I feel like no one talks about the dog. <laughs> if anything, everybody be like, oh, the Jigaboo that be tap dancing on late night TV for the white people. <laughs> I know who Fish is. It's funny. <laughs> he's, he's nominated for album of the year. <laughs> I mean, he, he leads nominations. He has 11 nominations. He has more nominations than anybody. Wow. When you have more nominations than her... The people are doing overtime on your project. But that's why I'm like, I didn't know he had a project that came out. I thought he was still tap dancing on late night TV. You gotta stop saying that. that is because that's how he be coming off sometimes. He's very talented, but sometimes it comes off jigaboo. Jigaboo. I want my hands down high, my hips down low, and that's the way I jiggle up. Remember that? Yeah. Jigaboo, jig, jigaboo. Jigaboo. And gay, because why do I know that? <laughs> But yeah, John Baptiste. Let me see what he look like. Why, why John Baptiste's wife pop up so she must be white? Knew it. She is, right? Yeah. Um, he looked like this boy I don't like. So No, he belongs to white people. Not I thought <laughs> Like I know he is, but that's because I be I be tuned into white. But in a way that in a way that pains me, but I get it. Like for your sector, not too mad that I know what white be up to. Because <laughs> sometimes it'd be like, what you won't know what like mainstream white give, but you will know what like this nigga's white friends give. I'm like, who is he? 
Well, I've known what his give is because um, I was watching something. Um, they were doing some type of special or whatever in New York, and they were like in Brooklyn, and um, I was like, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, best R&B performance. We gonna call these. We could call all of these out. Best yeah, let's do all the R&B. And then the big four or whatever. Yeah. So best R&B performance is Lost You, Snow Allegra, Peaches, Justin Bieber, <laughs> Damage Her, love it, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic, and Pick Up Your Feelings, Jasmine. I think this is a good matchup. Um, I need to, I need to like be able to see what you're saying. Um, first of all, I just want to say Justin getting all these nominations for Peaches. Oh, so it's irritating because Mac Air's name don't never be in the Grammys, and Ma Peaches is literally Mac Air's cosplay and not done well. It's like diet Mac Air's. Well, you know, last year at the Grammys, um, Justin Bieber posted on Instagram like, "Why, why they put me in a pop category? I'm an R&B artist." He been going off of the mouth like that since journals, but it's unfounded because. I don't care what you think your sound is. Pop is not a sound no more. Like pop only, we say this every year too. Pop hasn't had a sound since New Kids on the Block, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Jordan Knight, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, all of them. Like they made pop have an actual sound because they were all dominating top 40 all together at the same time for years. Pop means popular. So if your song is popular enough to be put in the pop category, you need to deal with it and let the blacks have R&B. Right. Because black people, this is what I say. Um, you can't be saying you're an R&B girl when black people don't even care. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't know black, black people who care about people. We ain't cared about Justin, none, neither Justin in a long time. Mm -mm. And Justin Bieber did have music that was like, I would consider R&B at a point, but Peaches ain't it. Journals was a project. Yeah, but he don't get that no more. So, and Peaches is just a corny song. I would actually be okay if he didn't make no more music. Just stand by that wife and let her dress. Exactly. That's all I care about. But okay, so for this R&B performance, and let's just do the, let's read out the criteria. For new vocal or instrumental R&B recording, vocal or instrumental, I'm going to give it to Jasmine. Pick up your feelings. Ooh. The vocal production on that album is crazy. And the but, thing about this is, I want her to be televised accepting this award. Stop playing with my girl. Don't give it to her like y'all gave it to Solange that year and just slide it under the table and let her get it before everybody get out the car. I want the red carpet to be done. I want the cameras to be on. I want her to walk on stage and accept the fucking award. Grammys. Yeah, dog. Because she deserves it. She deserves it. Pick Up Your Feelings is an excellent song. Yeah. And definitely performance-wise, for sure. Because she's singing better than all of the girls vocally. Stop playing with her. Um, next up is Best Traditional R&B Performance or Vocal Instrumental Traditional R&B Recordings. I Need You, John Batiste. Bring It On Home To Me. Um, BJ The Chicago Kid, PJ Morton, Kenyon Dixon. Um, Born Again, Leon Bridges and Robert Glasper, Fight For You, Her. How much can a heart take Lucky Day featuring Yeva? So, 
I think that this should be Lucky Day and Yeba, but her is going to take this. She's going to win something for at least one of the Fight For You nominations. I hate that. It's the, it's the truth. But what makes me mad to, of wins. So if nobody, if people, because no, I'm sure no one listening knows what Fight For You is. This is the song she won the Oscar for. Yeah. That in the Fred Hampton movie. The Black Messiah. No one's watched it. No one, I mean, no one's listened to it. People have watched the movie. Sorry, I didn't mean that. People <laughs> are not listening to that song. No one knows what the song is. Um, but I feel like there were songs on her actual album that should have, that they should have put into the art, traditional R&B performance. One of the slower songs at the end of the album. But I'm definitely Team Lucky and Yeba. I would not be mad if BJ won. And of course, I love Born Again with Leon and Robert Glasper, so. I think that it's Lucky's time. I would love, like you said, BJ or Leon, because they make amazing music to me too. But justice for Yeba as well. I don't know. How much can a heart take is something I listen to on a regular basis, so. Yeah, but honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they give the the, this to Leon just because you know the whites love him. Do hmm, what's next? Oh, okay. Best, Best song. Mm-hmm. This one says it's a songwriter's award, so to keep that in mind when you listen to the categories, a song is eligible if it was released or first achieved prominence during the eligibility year. Artist names appears in parentheses, singles or tracks only. So damage. Her, good days, Scissor. Jacob Collier wrote that. Jacob Collier is actually featured on that song. People just don't hear him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Heartbreak Anniversary, Give On, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic, Pick Up Your Feelings, Jasmine Sullivan. I think that this one should get damaged. I like that Scissors nominated. Uh, songwriting. Uh, I mean, it's hard because Damage is definitely well-written. Pick Up Your Feelings is definitely well-written. But I love the lyrics on Heartbreak Anniversary, too. Like, balloons are deflated, okay? Yeah. They looking lifeless, just like me. And to be fair, a lot. Sorry. There is a lot. To be fair, Gibeon is the R&B darling of Gen Z. Like, he's been... His star rose because of TikTok. Like, they did all the different... In my mind, like, they was doing all the little fast arm movement dances to his slow songs. Were they? Yeah, and like in the club. Like they would go to the club and do them as a group. Oh, well, that's strange. It is, but I don't know nothing about them for real. But so I could see him taking it, but I I think that her gonna get her feel this night. So I, don't, I really shouldn't be caping for her in any category. She gonna get something. Yeah, I, I would. The thing is, I love damage. So I want damage to get something. Yeah, for sure. More than fight for you. I don't. I don't care if fight for you loses everything. Yeah, fight for you needs to lose the fight. Okay, best progressive R and B album for albums containing at least fifty one percent playing time of newly recorded progressive vocal tracks derivative of R and B. New Light, Eric Billinger, Something to Say, Corey Henry, Mood Valiant, Hiatus Coyote. Table for Two, Lucky Day, Dinner Party, Dessert, Terrace Martin, Robert Glasper, Knife Wonder, Kamasi Washington, 
studying abroad extended stay Masego. They got the girls in this game. I was gonna say this one is tough. And this is what I'm saying when the girls be like, oh, the Grammys this, the Grammys that. These are the girls. These are the people that <laughs> like these all were good projects. But I'm gonna go with Hiatus Coyote because if we're talking about like progressive quote unquote R and B, I think. Out of all the albums, I didn't hear the Corey Henry, um, but I know what Corey Henry gives. And if we're talking about progressive, Move Valiant went there. Move Valiant went there. I don't know if the Grammys feels like it would be in bad taste to give them this, though. Because you know that they, they try to toe the line of respectability politics when it comes to awarding Black people because we've been giving them so much pressure about not. So even though Hiatus Coyote deserves it, I can see them being safe with like a Masego. Mm. I think if anything, if it's not going to be Hiatus, it's going to be Terrace in them. Because the Grammys love Robert Glasper. Yeah, they do. I love that. That little group, they be giving them the awards on the low. Kamasi Washington names stay in the credits or something. Yeah, them girls be employed, but I'm I, I really and I also feel like Hayden's Coyote has never gotten their due on the grand stage. They haven't, and it's it's their time. It is. I agree. Move. I think that Move Valiant is probably my most listened to project of theirs. It's definitely in my top five. Yeah, which I've been dreading do, like doing my top ten. I, I'm not ready to do that this year. Spotify need to tell me what I like. But see, Spotify be a lie because oh, not for me because I listen to spots. Because I because I sometimes I listen to Spotify, but sometimes I listen to Apple Music. So mm-hmm. my stuff be mostly accurate, but not like mine is flipped. I feel like most people's end of the year stuff gets calculated by Apple, and they be like, "Yeah, this is right." And mine is like, "No." Like I think that for the past two years, the only thing I listen to on Apple Music might have been over it summer's first mm-hmm. so that'd be a lot for me but spotify that's what i listen to on most devices so i mean we'll see we're gonna talk about it on another episode i'm sure yeah all right next is you last category i mean last nomination for the r&b sector is best r&b album for albums containing at least 51 percent playing time of new r&b recordings temporary highs in the violet skies snow allegra we are John Baptiste, Gold Digger Sound, Leon Bridges, Back of Her Mind, Her, Hotels, Jasmine Sullivan. This is some tease. Because I think that this is the one Leon Bridges should get. I- okay. This is the one that I think that Leon Bridges should get because not only was it his most R&B project of his career, but it also, in my mind, is the most traditional R&B of this category. Temporary Highs in the Valley Skies, I'm the only person that liked that album. I feel like it's literally me, Maddie, and Dre. I'm not sure how Snow snuck her way onto these categories, but don't nobody really care about that album. Nobody's yeah. talking about it except literally us three in a group chat. One measly group chat out of the whole universe of music is talking about that. And it's only because we like the Neptunes. So, but they gonna give this one to her. Her is worth winning. Everybody hates this album, but us. We, yeah. we now know that we're the only people that, that like the Her album. And like, I want her to get her due. Like, I don't have an issue with her winning anything. 
but it is just crazy to me that she has scattered herself across gospel, R&B, and country for this award season, and she's still going to sweep in her category. Like, that manager is ghetto, and I know that the girls are being held at gunpoint. It's got to be what it's given, because that family is nice. Her dad is on the academy, so that might be part of it, but something is afoot, and I need to know what it is. I would love to sit her down and be like, how do you feel about your name being popped up in so many different areas of music when you have a specific lane and your fanship doesn't really warrant the mass pandemonium that you get when a war season comes? And I don't feel like that's a disrespectful question. Well, New York Mag talked about it a little bit in an interview with her. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it because they definitely brought it up. They were like, her, her, her fan base doesn't match. No her opportunities not at all i feel like a lot of people fell off from her after the first two volumes and she's kind of been rising consistently since then but if you talk to people like just like have a conversation with the girls about music everybody think that they are a digital director now everybody always talking about music on twitter nobody is checking for her especially this album the way that we were and that's like so who are the fans who are the girls saying that you the one when they don't play nothing on the radio except for damage, still. She had multiple it, singles. It, it come through here. Come through. They still play come through, but mm, I'll be forgetting about that. Well, people don't talk about come through. Like nobody talks about come through. And then they play the song with Lil Baby that Mad and Hate on the radio in Atlanta. So they play that on the radio in Atlanta. They play for anyone, the video be coming on TV, but I've never heard it on the radio. That's the most recent single. I really like that song too. But I don't know, it's just like she is mostly talked about during award season, not during normal life. That's confusing to me. But what you said is what I said to somebody else. Somebody was really trying to talk me down about her fame. And I was like, she was more famous when people didn't know who she was. Like, that initial project, mm-hmm. people talked about her nonstop. Like, she was that girl. Yeah. People thought she was about to save R&B. Even though she was doing regular six flat. Bryson Tiller sounded music, but whatever. But she could sing, so like it was. No, different. I know. I'm just saying, but it sounded like Bryson Tiller and Six Flags, so it's kind of like that's why I kind of started to fall off because the second project sounded too much like that, and I was like, "Girl, you could sing for real." Yeah, her can so really sing. Real songs, and nobody cares. Like literally, she's not as famous on the streets as she was when she first came out. And it's very strange because when it makes us look at her like, "Well, how are you getting?" these looks if don't nobody really be talking about you this is going to baffle me until i physically sit her down and shake her to see okay, how well, you were at the concert when she was doing songs that like people don't talk about but people standing up and singing yeah but that's <laughs> the weird part because her her concert crowd was so mixed i couldn't tell who exactly those people were it was a bunch of older couples at her concert so like the the <laughs> Were they going up for the songs that like people aren't talking about or were they going up for like focus and songs like that? They was going up for focus and stuff like that. She has a well, whole section of the songs I know and care about. Yeah, but, like, the, the songs that she's actually like famous for on, on a Grammy scale, like a hard place or a fight for you or shit like that. I really don't think that people care about those songs. So it confuses me. Well, she, well, she performed like we made it, where people standing up and singing. 
Hell no. So like she opens up the show with We Made It and whatever her other fast song with uh, DJ Khaled is because those are like, I guess, hype crowd pleasers. But only the people in the front was really like going off. I don't, I don't care. I don't care for those songs from her. We Made It is a hit to me. But Rihanna could have been in that song. Like, any, anybody could have been in that song. I like that. Um, I can have it all. That's the song, the Khaled song I that I like. Like, people was going off what she did Closer to Me. People was going off what she did. Because uh, Closer to Me should have been a single. Should have been a single. Say It Again, what she did there from, like, the first, the second EP. Everything. Like, people was going off over that. I don't know. Older songs. People go off of the older songs. And then, also, I feel like the way that she gets nominated makes me think that she has at least a segment or a section of, like, hardcore, like, white fans. And it wasn't nobody white there. So I, it, it, it confuses me all well, around. Then, well, the other thing is, somebody was saying this, that it could be regional because when she oh, did her festival in California, they said it was just like so query. It's nothing but Asians and Spanish people. Asian people love a black song. But you know how California is. Like, remember we went to So Aquarius and it wasn't no black people there, but our two groups of friends. That's easy to do in California, though, because California really not that black at all. That's what I'm saying. Like, to her festival, because everybody's like, well, she did a big festival. Of course, she, she got to have big fans. But the streets are saying it wasn't no black people there for real. Yeah. Her yeah. fan base is... Uh, her is a metaphysical dilemma that I haven't quite conquered yet. I just don't understand. I want to have like a round table. We all talk about this on a podcast. Yeah, like a bunch sure. of that might need to be a full episode. Like is it too late to do an album review or like some an artist spotlight or something like that on her? Top of the year, we need to do that. We need to round up some like music professionals that can like that aren't scared of um that manager. That manager is scary though. I will tell y'all that. I told y'all how ghetto he was being on the last couple episodes. He was being real crazy at that concert. And I'm just like, is this what it gives? Like, he act like he in the locks or something. Like, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Not the locks. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I love that we agree on Gold Digger Sound. I think out of all the, like, I don't know the John Batiste. I know it probably sound like some John Legend cosplay because that's his twist. <laughs> I'm not saying that in a mean way. He is like a young John Legend. Um, I think Gold Digger Sound is the strongest project mm -hmm. out of um, all these. I think the, the songwriting is strong. The production is strong. The use of loud instruments. Like, it's definitely the best R&B album out of this category. Out of this category. And I want Black people to welcome him so that we can go to the concert. So I need him oh, to Like, I... I, I don't think people understand how shameless I am. Like, I I was not lying to y'all when I said her was standing outside of 7-Eleven and I told her that people talk about her behind her back on Twitter. I said that. Yeah. And when I bump into Leon Bridges, I'm going to say, as a Black person, I am not able to see your concerts and that is offensive to me. <laughs> it's true. They wiped them tickets. And he was playing somewhere random like Lincoln Theater here. And I was just like, I'll go. 10 minutes into them being posted, got. Mm. Got. Like, I'm shameless. I will definitely, don't get too close to me or look at, or, or lock eyes with me. Because I don't talk to celebrities. Like, I'm not one of the people that's going to talk to celebrities, take a picture with one. But if they come talk to me, I'm going to be in your business. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk to you how we've been talking about you. Right. 
And what I want to say, Leon, is go on tour again at Black Venues so Negroes can come see you. Yeah. I need to hear Magnolia's live. Immediately. And we'll talk about his performance at the Soul Train after. But I just want to say in terms of R&B categories, I, it's, it's hard for me because especially this year in music was so good. Mm-hmm. I don't feel, and I said this on Twitter, I hope I, I'm, I'm saying it right the way I said it on Twitter. I did all of my faves get nominated? No. But did everybody that got nominated deserve to be nominated? Yes. yes. For sure. Except for Justin Bieber. Right. But they got to throw some white in there. Right. Um, I think the Snow Allegra, they put a little too much chip on her dip, too much dip on her chip, but she's also old from that last Agreed. album. Agreed. Agreed. And if it's a redemption year, I might not be mad. Yeah, sometimes I like redemption years for people. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to say something else real quick before we go to the main categories. Uh, Snow Allegra also is not as famous as she was last album. She's not. We Her just shot to hell. I don't know what did it. Nobody is talking about this album except for me, Andre Williams, and Mark V. Madden in the world. Nobody oh, cares. Before we go to um, before we go to uh, the main categories, our black girls that get nominated in country every year, they all were represented. Love that Yola. Yola. Uh, um, y'all know all the black girls that we talked about on the podcast. They all got nominated. Um, Mickey Guyton got nominated for a lot of awards this year, but I don't want her to win just because it's. She she a um she a Black Lives Matter singer now. And I don't like that. She has accepted that as her. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like you don't gotta do that, girl. You, you get in one little song that will black like me. I do I did like her performance with Britney Spencer and Nola. Yola. The black girls. Yeah, I liked it. Again, I don't she has to do black girl magic music and that just makes me sad. So That's I couldn't okay. I don't, I don't like uplifting music past the 70s. Yeah, because it'd be cheesy. And it's just like, I feel like the country music industry now is trying to really, really show they're not racist. But they are. Making her do that. And it's like, you don't have to do it. You can be like Yola. Yola be singing about Black stuff. Rihanna singing about Black stuff. But it's not like, they not on stage with fake afros talking about don't touch um, my hair because... Right, 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 right. And same, same with Britney Spencer. She's a newer artist, and she's not coming out talking about blackity black, black, black. Wait, who's Britney Spencer again? I don't know if she's nominated, but she is the artist that Daryl was working with. Oh, that was first, with, with Mickey? Uh, her first single is about her boyfriend being an alcoholic and him joining because she eats too much. Yeah, no, I know her. I know, I know the music, but I don't. I guess I didn't register her face. The afro uh, wigs was a lot, and I just couldn't. I couldn't stomach it. <laughs> I couldn't even really look and see. But anyway, back to the pop. Okay, record of the year award to the artist and to the producers, recording engineers, mixers, if other than the artist. I still have faith in you, Abba. Freedom, John Batiste. I get a kick out of you. 
Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga. I'm sorry, that is elder abuse. I don't like how they're dragging Tony all around. You know he got dementia real bad. I didn't know that. I also thought that that album with him and Lady Gaga was old. Did they do another one together? It's in another, a recent one. Oh, okay. Um, a recent performance. And I was watching the 2020s. Everybody loves Tony Bennett. He has dementia so bad. I didn't know that. It's actually sad. Like, he would be in rehearsal singing a song, and then the music would stop, and he'd be like, where am I, where am I at? That's probably hard to feature with, too. Like, I know Gaga cares about him and stuff. You know, she's emotional. Well, they showed a clip when the show starts. He gets on stage, and she walks on, and he says, Lady Gaga. She said, that's the first time he said my name in months. Oh, wow. So she, like, stopped and, like, kind of, like, leaned over and was like, oh, my God, like, trying to get herself together because she was like, he's not known who I am for months. So then they do the, they do the concert. He sings all the songs. They interview him in the park the next day, and they said he had a great show last night. He said, "What are you talking about?" He didn't even remember he performed last night. He has dementia so bad. That's crazy. And I'm like, stop drooling him out. This is elder abuse. Yeah, he anyway, be in the house. Peaches, Justin Bieber, Right on Time, Brandy Carlisle, Kiss Me More, Doja and SZA. Happier Than Ever, Billy Eilish, Montero, Lil Nas X, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic. I don't know who's going to win this. I kind of don't care. The first half of this category is boring as fuck, honestly. And then when they get to the people that I actually listen to their music, I'm still like, mm, it could go in, in either way. Yeah, I feel like Kiss Me More, Happier Than Ever, Montero, Driver's License, and Leave the Door Open, it's a nasty battle. It is. It really is. Because I like all of those songs. But I, I, will, I will go on a limb and say I think the Grammys are going to give the Silk Sonic because Bruno is the doll. Yeah, that makes sense. To me. America. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that either because Leave the Door Open is a song. Yeah. That's why I think it's fun, though. All right. I'm going to be here. Awards to the artists and feature artists, songwriters and new material, producers, recording engineers, mixers, and master engineers. So everybody that worked on this shit. We are Jean-Baptiste, Love for Sale, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Justice, Justin Bieber, Planet Her, Dogers, Happier Than Ever, William Eyelash, Back of My Mind, Her. <laughs> she gonna get into a category, okay? Montero, Lil Nas X, Sour, Olivia Rodrigo, Evermore, Taylor Swift, Donda, Kanye West. So originally, Kanye and and Taylor weren't in the category. They extended the category. But I don't know what the reasoning was behind that. I saw it happen and was like, okay, wow. that's the guy. Um, I I think it should go to Doja. I, I think it should go to Doja too. But them extending it and including Taylor. And Taylor having whatever she got going on with all of this like mess in her career, I feel like this one is gonna go to her. Cause why did they do that? That's sneaky. Yeah. It's late. I, so like usually I'm really interested to see what happens this year for these big four categories. I kind of don't care. And I wonder if Billy was is gonna sweep or get shut out because she swept that one time. She swept that one time, but I don't know if she's gonna do that again this project was a little more personal and that can go either way 
but I do like happier than ever. Yeah, this is tough. Okay. Um, song of the year, a songwriter's award, song is eligible, whatever, I don't even know that. It's a songwriter. <laughs> Habits, Ed Sheeran, never heard of it. Beautiful Noise, Alicia Keys, Brandy Carlisle, never heard it. Jarvis License, Olivia Rodrigo, Right For You, Her, Happier Than Ever, Billy, Kiss Me More, Doja and SZA, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic, Montero, Lil Nas, Peaches, um, Justin Bieber, Right On Time, Brandy Carlisle. Give it to Lil Nas. The song of the year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why you looking like that? Because a songwriter award, I feel like it's going to go to um, Leonore Open. I feel like Bruno is going to sweep in the big category, in my mind. Usually that's what happens. It's never a year where it's scattered. Somebody at least wins two of the big four. Right. Every year. But I didn't give Lil Nas nothing else, and I do want him to win something. I don't, I like his album a lot. That's not my favorite song from the album. Talk to me about Brandy Carlisle. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Remember when we first started doing the podcast and her name came up and we was like, who is that? And we I never know. we never researched her further than that. <laughs> like, she looks like Carrie Grant or Amy Grant, that country singer from back in the days that wasn't country and wasn't cute. I be getting her confused with Maggie Rogers, and I love Maggie Rogers. Moral of the story is we'll know who Brandi Carlisle is, but she gets Grammy, so whatever. This, this is what, episode 64? We still don't know who that duck girl is. All right, your turn for best new artist. I don't know half these people. So. That's the half. And Glass <laughs> Animals and Japanese Breakfast been out for centuries. I was about to say, Glass Animals was out when I was in college. Right, so I'm so confused. What are, What is the criteria? The category recognizing an artist whose eligibility year releases achieved a breakthrough into the public consciousness and notability impacted the musical landscape. That'll say nothing about time frame when they came out. Yeah, because they've been out for a long time. Last Animals got a song called Gooey that I love. It also came out in like 2007. Um, a Rouge Aftab. Uh, they've, been make, they've been putting out music since 2010. I'm confused. Right. Old as shit. Baby Keem, Phineas, that's the brother of Billy Eyelash, Glass Animals, Japanese Breakfast, The Kid Leroy, Arlo Parks, Olivia Rodrigo, Sweetie. I would like to see. What song she got? What little bald head black girl? That's who Arlo Parks is. Never heard of her. Okay. Maybe I should. She black, but. Olivia Rodrigo is my pitch. The doll sings, and the world loves her. It's between her and Phineas, I feel like. Yeah, I can see Phineas taking this because I don't think that this is going to be Billy's year. Mm. But they love them, so I feel like Phineas might get something just because he stepped out on his own to do his own thing. Olivia, music is a consistent situation on the radio for me, though. Like, I actually mm. play her music. I, I didn't listen to Phineas' project. No, I didn't know you put an album out till the Grammys. Mm. Yeah, I think Olivia's going to win this, but I like that Sweetie was nominated. I thought that that was cute for her. Don't want her to win, but I thought that that was cute for her. 
I like that Jimmy Allen was nominated. Um, again, go back to our country mm-hmm. episode. We talked about Jimmy Allen, but he also won like country album of the no, he won best new artist for at the country music award. So I don't know, it might be Jimmy's year. He had a black wife, so he's definitely you know. <laughs> it's interesting. The best new artist category always got some old niggas in it, so I'd be confused. It's always like Megan. Did Megan win Best New Artist? Has she been out since for three years last year? Yeah, I don't know how they. I don't know how they do it. Sweetie also not new, but she don't. She not gonna get, never get no Grammy. So I feel like she should be here, just name wise. And I and because what's the call it did a lot did big numbers. Um, the last album that everybody listened to with me. Sweetie don't got an album. She just got that one mixtape or like a couple mixtapes. No, I was going to say, Best Friend did really, really, really well. He did. Doja's Impact. So. Well, we'll see what happens. The people are. Oh, we'll keep you alive and direct at the Grammys. Soul Train. <laughs> Everything. Greatest show on earth. A ball. I had a time. It was Soul. so good. I, I caught clips the first night, and then I watched the whole thing the next day. Everything. I had a really good time. Y'all be trying to act like BET don't have all the good awards when they actually do. I love that Soul Train comes on BET now because that means we get two award shows. Right. I love it. So um, Jasmine swept all the awards that they um, they televised. Deserve it. Black people love Jasmine. And Mm -hmm. I love for album of the year. Um, when they were, they didn't even open the envelope and the whole crowd was yelling, Jasmine. Uh-huh. And that was sweet. Cause you know, my girl don't got no self-esteem. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she kind of talked about that too. When she got on stage for that last award, she was like, I'm not really comfortable getting up here and talking to y'all, but I'm trying to be a better person. I want to be the person that I sing about. Like, I want y'all to like, love me in the right way and all of that. And I was like, that's really good. Cause people don't be talking about shit like that at award shows. But also, everybody's sick of Jasmine playing humble and playing herself small. Everybody's sick of it. Yeah. Like, you are Jasmine Sullivan, girl. What is wrong with you? Literally sing better than everybody. And she's every, you're everybody's favorite singer. Everybody loves all your albums. And this is the thing that I think celebrities need to have regular people. I think that their their teams need to have, like, what do they call them? Groups? Focus groups? Focus groups because I think a lot of time artists think, oh, this album didn't do well. So people could, that means people don't like the music. And it's like, no, the album didn't do well, girl, because you wasn't sending stuff to radio. You wasn't promoting it. It's not that people don't like it. Like everybody, the Love Me Back album turned 11 this year. And Twitter was going crazy talking about, because she tweeted, she said, oh, this song, this album is 11 years old. If I were to go on tour, what songs in this album do you want to see? Excuse and me, stuttering, please. 10 seconds, like, and everybody was just, that, that tweet was doing numbers, and I'm like, I don't think she realized that people love that album, it's just that she didn't love it. I think that this it year, her, she, it do be her, but it really do, like, since the beginning of time, it's been her. I think that her interacting personally more with her fans have shown her how much love she really gets. She wasn't doing that at first. She didn't get on social media. She was too busy being scared to talk to people and being shy and timid and humble, like you said. But now she does those, she does her own focus groups, kind of, 
on Instagram where she'll be talking about crazy stuff. They give her the crazy answers and yeah. that's been really cute for her because they really be going off in the comments. But I think that it took I know that we talk shit about hotels because of the type of project that it was and it being conceptual and not necessarily the album that deserved all of these awards that we want her to get. But I think that it was some healing shit for her too. So using this, it became like a focus group in and of itself because she can talk about those stories, even with the other women and use that as a means to get into the minds of her fans. Mm -hmm. she to do that because like you said, it just seemed like sometimes artists be lost on what's really going on with their music because mm -hmm. they might not sell the way that they expect to or whatever. Like, I be what that all the time with Sierra. I be like, Sierra don't know how much people love self-titled. Yeah, they do. She really wouldn't have got Jackie. She, she don't, but I also don't think she cared because it's tied to future. I'll say yes and no, because her music didn't sound it like that. Because she also, she also don't know that we love the Super Sierra album. Evolution? No. The one, the one with like Super Turned Up on, I mean, not, not with Super Turned Up, the one with like, one, um, people don't know, she don't know we love Basic Instinct. She don't know that we love, um, what's the one Sierra to the stage? I think you're talking about Fantasy Ride. Fantasy Ride. She don't know we love Fantasy Ride. People don't love Basic Instinct. Oh, they don't? No. I think that we like it. People don't like the album. Well, people stopped listening to her by then, so nobody knows what's on the album. People stopped listening to her at Fantasy Ride because she wanted to be a Kardashian. She was hanging out with La La, Kelly, Kelly Rowland, and Serena all the time and not putting out no music. And then she chose Love, Sex, and Magic as the first single solely because Justin Timberlake was on there. When you easily could have given us High Price first, Cause I'm hot. Price, woo! That would have been everything. Oh, man. You know she would have ate that video, too. Oh she God. Been... High Price definitely should have been a single. But that was another thing I was going to say, reverting back to our conversation with Jasmine. I think that single choice, or not even single choice, because she has really good singles, but single choice followed by just stopping right. putting singles out. Because it's like, the Love Me Back album had so many singles on it and we didn't even get single treatment for half the songs we love what songs did what's what was even a single from that album let me look that was 10 seconds no 10 seconds was not a single yes it was it was a video for it it was not on the radio i don't know what they was doing in philly but 10 seconds had a video and it was um played on the radio in dc no the only song on the radio was, was first 10 seconds was second you said was what? Circles, going in circles. That was the first single. And then 10 Seconds was the second single. Mm, maybe in DC. <laughs> well, the video came on BET, doll. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking. But I think that that was it. I can't think of another single. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. She, she was not pushing 10 Seconds. That's my favorite song on the album. Really? But not getting pushed. Yep, it's a black and white video too. She I, I just pulled it up. Never seen it. Never heard it on the radio. But the song, ooh, ooh, the little Prince song, that could have been a single. 
Excuse me or stuttering could have finished the the single run. Excuse me, that is my song. Excuse me is one of my favorite jazz. Excuse me and stuttering are two of my favorite jazz Griselda songs. And she don't give them no life. She performed stuttering once. What that I because I, I go see her every time she around me. And I think I only seen her do that. But yeah, I I'm glad that Soul Train gave her what she needed to get. I'm glad that she said what she said when she accepted that last award. And she looked good. I like that they let her present Maxwell. They had their little moment where yeah. she was like, You were the first person to let me open for you. <sighs> Maxwell. Should we just talk about Maxwell for five seconds? <laughs> I love how Maxwell had came with braids and he said, let me restore the feeling and had the, the 1990 Maxwell Afro. I love that. He put on a show. He put on a show. I was really, 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 really excited to see him perform. I, in my mind, be over it when I have one hairstyle and then it morphs into another one just in my life. Like if I wear my hair out and it end up being at a bun by the end of the day, I be over it deep down inside. But I think he was doing that on purpose, because, like you said, restoring. Oh, he took the pro out definitely, because he wanted to give that energy. He performed like he hang out with Coleman Domingo. Like he performed like an elder gay. I don't know how to explain it. I like it, but it's just not how I expected him to transition as a performer. Could you imagine um, him and um, Coleman Domingo like dating? That would be such a fire couple. From a give perspective, yes. But I think that from a look perspective, Maxwell can do better. I want Maxwell to date a man. Coleman Domingo is so handsome to me. I don't think there's nothing wrong with Coleman Domingo at all. I just think that Maxwell's on a different level. I don't know. The doll's aging. <laughs> he is, but he don't look bad. <laughs> he don't look bad at all. I think that he's I think that he's aging well for his his group. Humans that I was like, ooh, aging. The black was cracking slightly. I ain't gonna say all that. I think that Maxwell still Maxwell could still have whatever he want out of me. Oh no, he still look good, but there's still there's some cracking uh in the in the in the whatever. Everybody was like, why he ain't think fortunate? And I'm like, y'all know why he ain't think fortunate. I'm surprised that people questioned that, but didn't question why he didn't sing Woman's Word. People said both You can grow, huh? Cause R. Kelly wrote Woman's, no, R. Kelly didn't write, R. Kelly wrote Woman's Work too? No, R. Kelly wrote Fortunate. Woman's Work is a cover, actually, I think. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, but people were upset. And I don't think people realized that R. Kelly wrote Fortunate. People just be wanting to, I think that whoever started that knew and just wanted the mess to start. Like they wanted to see a flame. I don't think, I don't think, you think most people are nerdy about music like we are. Most people do not know that R. Kelly wrote that song. I will say it does surprise me when people don't know stuff. <laughs> not all music, geeky, nerdy stuff that I know, but certain stuff I, I be thinking is like, common knowledge and it don't be so you're not wrong yeah i would think people know that are telling because i was seeing people in the comments and they were like yeah why didn't he do it and then somebody was like wait till y'all find out who wrote it and then people were like who yeah. like people don't, don't know that r kelly wrote that interesting well, that their first class so uh ate me up ashanti oh. ashanti Ate the stage. I was very, very proud 
Very proud. This, this is the thing. When Ashanti first came out, I was I did not see it. Oh, you, you did say that. That's so weird to me. I always liked Ashanti. I just never thought that she was a great singer. Her music itself was always bomb to me. She just gave me corny suburban girl. Oh, she's definitely Why are you cheesing and that damn laugh all the time? Girl, Erskine. She's goofy as shit. And she is. Like, I didn't like the goofiness. Um, but the hits are undeniable. Yep. And the confidence on stage, the stage presence, the mic onage, because I would never have expected her to not do a pre-record. And I've yeah. seen her do live things before, but this is one of her best showcases of talent to me. Oh, hands down. Now, I would say, because people want to eat me up, I came, I, it was first album of Shanti, I wasn't trying to give her no flowers. But, but that's when you need to give her no flowers. Kind of songs is when I was like, Oh, let me clock in because she's the one. So, we've been having a back and forth in the group chat about Keisha Cole versus Ashanti since before they did their verses. I think that they have the same career, but we don't have to go into detail about that. Ashanti got better music, I don't care what even one of them say. Ashanti has way better music, but Ashanti's second album is where most people stopped caring because the hits were so undeniable on the first album that when they wavered on the second, it was just like, All right, girl. So it's interesting to hear you say that you gave her life for only you and that era, because that was only you and Baby were the only two singles for real, for real, on that second album that people cared about. I think it was one more, but I don't even like that song. I'm looking. Chapter two had Rock With You. Yep. Oh, baby. what I call it? Oh, baby. That's funny. Yeah, but that's like the other part of the name. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then Rain On Me. Oh, Rain On Me was a song. Yeah. A hit. And then Concrete Rose had Only You. Don't Let Them is my other shit from Concrete Rose. That was a single, too. Mm-hmm. Did it love it? Yeah. Um, she has... Concrete Rose is where I fell off from Ashanti. But I still like her first album enough to put her up against Keisha Cole. But then, like, then, um... Declaration had the way that I love you. I'm sorry, that's one of my favorite Ashanti songs. I love that song. Yeah, but that's the only song that I listen to. Deep cut, I loved on there. The way that I love you is the only song I care about on that album. Declaration was terrible. Oh. <laughs> um, but no, like I seen Ashanti um when her and Ja Rule had first started doing them tours together, and she ate that stage up she and. But to your point, all she never she was great. Like I did not sit down. Like I was going crazy. But this BET when she was hitting all them notes and belting, I was like, I don't know if the vocals have been coached or if she just has started to like tap in a little more. She practiced a little harder for this specific performance. But she sounded really good. She did. I was shaking, literally shaking, like Lisa Barlow. <laughs> is a fraud. She, she's not a good person either. I liked her a lot on the first season, but this season I'm looking at her sideways. She knows something, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, Shanti was amazing. And I, I also like just want to say that people need to acknowledge the longevity. Yep. Cause who would have thought that 20 years later? we were still going to be uplifting Ashanti and them sideburns. 
Well, if you remember that article that came out in the early 2000s that said that Ashanti was going to be the girl over Beyonce. Yeah, they were like, oh, Beyonce's solo effort, she's nobody's Ashanti. Right. Gag. That's so irritating that they did that, though, because just from a talent, like a, like a sheer physical talent perspective, Beyonce is a virtuoso over Ashanti. Like, Ashanti is not really a singer. But I think where they was trying to come at that from is because all them hits that she had and because Ashanti write everything. Ashanti write all her own songs. Yeah, but Ashanti need to start writing for other people and Ashanti need to start letting other people write for her. Right. She would, be, she would sit right up there with some of the other girls of yore that are able to come out and storm every now and again when they want to if she would just let loose some of that control and some of that reins because... She do the pen pen still. There's a song that, that she's got out right now. I think it's the single that came out during her verses. I yeah. really like that song, but she could be making more up to date music if she just let some people in the writers' room. The fact that Tanache is not in these camps with the girls really stresses me out. It really stresses me out every fucking time. It's a couple. It's a couple Justine Sky songs I can hear Ashanti going off on. It's a couple Tinashe songs I can hear Ashanti going off on. She's not gonna perform. She's not gonna give you that type of dance, that type of movement. But she do what she got to do. She ate that stage on the social awards. I was very pleased. Yeah, she she definitely crushed it. Um, and she reminded everybody why she's a legend. Like I don't care. You cannot take that from Ashanti. Ashanti had a run for years. Yeah. She did. And the years. It wasn't like, oh, her first album was hot. Like, no. Ashanti had, like, she can at least say every album she dropped had a top, a hit single. Definitely. And her features. Outside of her own albums, her features. For a long time, the, form the format and the formula of rapper, singer girl, Ashanti had that on lock for a yeah. while. At least two album cycles. She was the go-to feature girl. Was... Yeah, I was proud of her. My Libra sister, I wasn't upset at all. She did really good on the Soul Train Awards. Our commentary and text and live tweets and all of that through that whole show was funny as fuck. I'm screaming still thinking about it. When Matt, Matt and Andre was talking about Maxwell, Andre, I said, he got so emotional during his acceptance speech, marry me. <laughs> Andre gonna say... <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what did he say? Because <sighs> that was funny to me. I had to post it on Instagram. That nigga said, fish fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> fell apart is funny because he did. It was cute to see. Oh, it. People don't be like, I really am glad that people be getting their flowers now because I think for a while people really just didn't think that people cared. Yeah. I'm glad that they, I think that Soul Train does a really good job every year because we don't have to go through the whole award show. It was bomb. Y'all need to watch it. It's on demand. But I like the fact that they pinpoint the people that they pinpoint every year. Faith got a Lady of Soul Award. That was bomb. Ashanti got the Lady of Soul Award. That was bomb. They honored uh, Tony Braxton one year. That was bomb. Babyface had a whole segment. They had Brandy perform for him. That was everything. The thing that makes me sad, though, is that it's nobody that can tribute the legends. So the legends be having to tribute themselves. 
Yeah, like a war show. That the legends is keeping themselves up and healthy because um, what if the legends was shot out and looking bad? That criteria is going to have to change soon, and people are just <laughs> getting like sad. It's going to have to change soon because it's going to be a point where Usher can't do his own tribute. He's not going to be able to get up there and dance like he always could. It's not going to. That's not something that you could do forever. So where where all the new dancing boys at? Tone stiff. Well, he danced. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I want him also to stop trap singing and sing for real. Tone stiff can sing. It's very strange. That yeah, he- I want I want him because I was able to see that during the cipher, and it was making me mad because he came in the cipher going off, and he start six lacking. Yeah. And then- back to singing i'm like little boy sing you can sing and your little gold suit was nice can we talk about this cypher because it was the worst one of all time but only because corinne ruined it she came in and sounded bad and it just ruined my mood sound bad like an aunt it was a lot with corinne it she looked like young barbecue and you know how i feel about young bbq over it i was really upset because when corinne first came out she was like my new gospel girl. girl I was like, okay, I love this husky throat ass bitch. She about to be singing down for the Saints, but throat ass bitch. Who <laughs> with it? Yeah, she sounded crazy. Jack Ross, I don't know who that little boy is, but he let have. He sounded like a young Carl Thomas. He came in going off, and the butt was. He sold it. He made a fan out of me that night. Yeah, need to go back and listen to everything because the wombs. Uh-uh. <laughs> and so you said the wounds. <laughs> it's the it's the eye roll and the shoulder shrug. Um, let me go to his projects right now. And like so, so you know how like BT Awards does the music matter to me stage. Soul Train does. Wait, the- I wanted to finish saying something else about the cipher. Oh, music sing better than everybody. Yes. Um but <laughs> not necessarily that night. No, no, no. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that I felt L Varner. That was supposed to be her moment to come back, and she was acting shy. She big now. So, you can still sing. Some girls don't be as confident when they put the weight on. I don't know why I feel some kind of way about her. She never really all the way curled over for me, but I do like some of her. She never did it for me either, but... But she can sing. But I just feel like she has such a... She does have a strong fan base. Like, there are people who stand Elvarner. That's weird. Um, but she didn't. She just didn't do her Sunday's best. But I'm glad music brought it home at the end. He looked crazy because he really commanded his denim. He looked in jeans. Vocal Quran. He's a fabric. He is a vocal Quran, so he can sing however he can look however he wants. He's gonna sing. I'll sing everybody. When we be calling people the vocal biblical text of other religions, it just be funny as fuck to me. I mean, you know, Philly, so Islam. Not no. Very on brand. Yeah, music sings. Tone Stiff sings, but he didn't. Not that day. But he did really good opening up for her. Like, he can sing. Like, he can sing, sing. He's annoying me. But okay, you were talking about the Music Matter children. Oh, yeah. So the Amplify stage really brought the girls out. El Hay been trying to be famous since Spotify started. Centuries. Listen, he's been trying to be famous. They've been trying to make him a thing since things. And I was glad to finally see him. I had never seen his face before because his- I've never seen his face, seen his name on everything. Though. On everything. His projects always give some type of weird abstract art cover or something like that, where it don't never show the boy. But 
a nice looking little boy could sing. Love his music, always have. Glad that he got a, a platform. Mm-hmm. Like, it was that Mars lady, a vocal. I had never heard of her before, but the throat was throating. You said the Mars lady. No, literally the first note out her mouth was so crazy. I was like, okay, wait, who's that? <laughs> the first note. Okay, her project is called Love Letters. Write me one, sis. <laughs> she's my, she's one of my new favorite voices. I only heard her sing a couple yin yangs. Yeah, actually, I, I got this pulled up so I can her listen to it once we get off of here because she was singing. Uh, singing did bring home the bacon that night. Uh, I know that's right. <laughs> um, Shirley Ralph. Okay, we got three more performances, and then it's the end of the episode. Who should we do next? Let's do. Let's do. Let's do Leon next. I was about to say because you brought up an interesting point that I didn't really pay attention to. I thought he was giving that on purpose, but we watched it as a chat, and Stephanie was like, he was acting so shy. I rewatched it. I was like, maybe that's what it was. Like, why was he, like, he was, I just thought the way he's walking across the stage was, like, so nervous. Like, he's walking so nervous. And he, now, what I read was he was nervous, so he wasn't projecting into the mic. But then that late night, that Naima lady that do music sermon, or used to do music sermon on Twitter, Mm -hmm. she said that she was there and that his mic was extremely low. So the crowd could not hear him at all. They could only hear there is a difference when you watch it between how loud he was and the performer before and after him but i didn't know it translated inside there i thought that it was a tv thing so i thought it was being nervous and singing low because he ain't never sung in that kind of environment before and you know black people are mean black people are mean and it was at the apollo so it's just the spirit of black and he yeah. don't really be in those arenas, so it's a lot to live up to. And it made me think about that article when he was talking about how he performed at the Roots picnic and how he was really sad because nobody was, you know, Roots picnic is ninety percent black and people yeah. wasn't right with him. So it kind of made me think about that. And I was like, he probably was just—it's just a lot, like you said, to live up to. Mm-hmm. And he just seemed nervous. And he—and that's my song too. Details is a. Song. Oh my god, that is a song. That is a song. His album is so good. The Grammys better do him justice. It'll be over. But I'm sad because I don't think that performance sold. Like, that was a moment for him to sell himself to Black people. But he did it. Because we couldn't go to that concert. And I don't, like, his new music is so vastly different from his old music. The way I've seen him perform for them songs like River and shit like that when he was dressing like Huey P. Newton, I feel like that is not going to translate well anyway with this type of music so i need to see him do more than walk back and forth nervous or not i was actually surprised he didn't give like i don't know at least a dancer a a, a band break where just the music is playing and he like go over and interact like he didn't do anything and that kind of shook me i was like well wait maybe i didn't need to fight a white person to get a ticket to your show i would have liked for him, I would have liked he would have stood at the mic and just moved a lot. I like I like when, when that kind of song gives me like be a crooner at the mic and give us some sex appeal on the mic. I was wish he could have just done that, but yeah, like I said, I just I just feel like uh, that was like his moment to really click with us because 
everybody was well you wasn't watching it in real time but when that girl mars starts singing everybody on twitter was like yo who was that who was yeah, that they were. i saw it because i was still on the phone but because you never put the phone down no. but i didn't see people saying leon name like that i think it's because he just didn't sell it I don't think that black people know him. Like, you know how when we watch the AMAs, it'd be a whole bunch of people we don't know. Yeah. It's like some in-house reconnaissance that needs to be done on who he is. Or but black if, well, we know who Mars was and we all care now. That's true. Because I'm about to listen to her. Like, she gonna be in the playlist. But don't nobody care about Leon after this. And they should have because he looked great. The he outfit was good. good. The hair looked good. good. I didn't like the hair, but he did look good overall. I, I like how he be doing his hair because it just go with his aesthetic. I don't understand. Like, I would have liked if he did the little scarf tied up like an auntie that he be doing. That would have been cute with the suit to me. I don't know what that, like, roller set is he be doing. And I don't like when black people do their hair. It just look real um, American bandstand. Like, it don't look like it's supposed to. Come on, look American bandstand. Yeah, that made me really sad. But who did sell it, who was definitely going to get the hearts of the American people and American vaginas, that deadbeat father, Lucky, Lucky Jay. Jay. Baby, they don't care about them kids, just like he don't. He did good. He can leave me with a baby if he wants to. No. The, way, the way that stomach and that chest are spread like margarine on toast. Stephanie thinks that boy got a dad by, and I keep telling her he has defined abs. That is not a dad by. Them abs are not fully defined, babe. Just the first two at the top. Everything else is. <laughs> I've I've sent multiple angles of this man's stomach, and Muse refused to accept. It's not it's not a six pack. He has a dad by, but I I don't know. I guess people keep. Somebody was trying to tell me dad by me, your body is sloppy. And I'm like, no. No, that's not what it means. That's not what it means either. Dad bod is like you wide. Like how how Donald Glover is wide in the in the in the chest and the stomach now. Yeah, but like like the like the this is America. They They don't have a gut. Like his his abs are not super defined, but his stomach is still very flat. He don't have it. Donald Glover's stomach is flat too. No, Donald Glover. No, in this America, it was not pudge. When he sit down, it's a roll. It's not flat. When everybody sit down, it's a roll, except you all, because wink, wink. But <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> but when anybody sit down that don't got washboard abs, you're going to get a little pushalini. But I'm saying when, when he's standing up, his stomach is flat. All I'm saying is when you lay on when when I lay on Lucky Day stomach in 2022, oh my God, here it's she going goes. to give it's going to give um body body pillow. What's it called? Body pillow. It's gonna give memory foam. Weighted blankets. <laughs> no, it's gonna give memory foam. It's not gonna give um I'm not saying that he has I knew we was gonna spend too much time on this. I'm not saying that he has a hard stomach. I'm just saying for my understanding of what a dad by is his abdomen is even though it's not that defined it's still too defined for him to have a dad by it looked like he just well, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know like dad by meant a gut i thought dad by meant you wide i feel like, like I, now that we're talking about it i feel like it's a mix because you don't have to have a gut and you can still have a dad by but him having abs and pecs that are visual, visually seen, that's Yo, really you got two abs at the top. And like the rest John, is John Legend has had a dad bod before. And I love John Legend body. 
but John Legend have a flat stomach with no abs. It's fine. I'm not attracted to Lucky Day, so I actually shouldn't be going this hard for his con for this conversation anyway. You, it was John he's attractive now. That's not acting. He's attractive now. I don't think there's anything wrong with him, and I think that he actually has gorgeous features, but it's not my set. The, bo the body did the body the body didn't change it. What you say? I said he's too dark, y'all. That's not true. That is not true. I do not disagree. Because the Normani girl said you were colorist. Oh yeah. The people think that I only like light skin everything. I get it. That was funny. You only like boys that look like you. I get it. <laughs> Every boy you show me look just like you with short hair. <laughs> I can't if confirm or deny. A boy that you think is cute, that neither you, uh, no, not even cute. A boy that you think is like top notch, fine, that don't look exactly like you. <laughs> you never show me nobody that don't look exactly I'm like done you. Done with this portion of the conversation. You dated that don't look like you, so you talk to it that don't look like you, but when you be like, oh my god, this nigga is so fine, it be people that look exactly like you. <laughs> I'm only falling out because all of my homegirls say this. It's, it's true. It's a self size I get it. <laughs> Not me liking people is a self size <laughs> Because it, you only like them they look like yourself. You like yourself. <laughs> I get it. I like myself too. Because I actually take issue with, you. I don't know if you've been seeing a conversation like they be talking about how niggas be dating, they doppelgangers. That really don't be happening to me. I don't. No, you don't. You don't date people that look like you, but that's who you are, are actually attracted to. <laughs> Is that read. She's reading me, y'all. Like you know when niggas like all these fucking bad bitches, but they baby mom be like a regular like nice black girl. <laughs> right. It's like in in theory. No, in practice, you don't. You date whoever, but in theory. You only think who has it like you. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's fine. I'm right. Moral of the story is Lucky Day um has he done he done gained fifty pounds in um in the in quarantine and is looking like the age group that he is. Cause if y'all don't know, this man is thirty six years old. Yeah. Um and now he looks sick. Cause before he, cause on top of the fact his personality gives shy um neurodiversity um it made him seem younger and because he was so he was kind of skinnier he seemed yeah i can't young. do this. but now i feel like one i feel like his body says grown yeah and i'll even bodies say are important. grown bodies matter grown yeah. bodies matter and i also feel like he's carrying himself a little different now like Oh, so we talked. We talked about this. I like his. I like the way he performs. It still give what it give, and I'd be like, "What is that about?" But I'm gonna get to the bottom of that. I like the way he dresses. I know that that was a point of contention in the in the um group chat too. But I like. I like the way that he's been like showing up places, and that yeah. that changes my perspective on a lot because you know I don't it's think. Guys, HBCU alum, y'all. See, we make everything better. And always be in DC. I see that nigga literally everywhere I go. I'll be like, what are you doing here? But I don't know. Aesthetics are important. I'm a Libra and most men don't dress. So it's good to see that. And he's trying different things. Like most guys would not wear that green fur coat with purple satin gloves. And I love that he's 
willing to try and do different things. Yep. And I like that he used the over video to say, my new era, I'm a fashion girl. Me too. Loved it. Because when he was on the king, 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 king. That little like ripple effect of outfits in the mirrors. I wanted that yellow sweater. I wanted that red coat. He had on the Bottegas that I got, but he had a different colorway. I was like, do I need to buy another pair? Like, I was looking at the fashion. No, he definitely lucky did. Dress. I like that for him. Yeah. Because that, well, that Soul Train outfit was definitely a Vic look. I see that. And the way he was posing, I was like, oh, that is Victor I remember me. I mean, Libras, again, it just always gives something. Very much Victor something. Libra? No, Lucky Day is. Oh, I'm about to say, he a Gemini. Well, I mean, that it's all air. The fact that I don't have the ability of flight is actually inconvenient because I'm all air. It is. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a double I'm Gemini. Libra Gemini. Mm -hmm. So my son's son is Libra and everything else is Gemini. But Gemini is my stellium because I have three placements in Gemini and two in Libra overall. Whatever. I don't know what stellium means, but prayers to the, to the astrological family. Um, <laughs> Summer. The, the overperformance was great. I love the outfit change. Um, now, what I do need, though, I need him and music to do some type of performance together. Because I complain a lot about reboots, rehashing, and samples. But over it has the half crazy sample the right way. Right. So I feel like I'm surprised that they didn't do that. But then I thought about it, and maybe the... Cypher was just filmed a different day or separately. Yeah. That's you definitely could have came out and did half crazy. But we need to, he be, if I tweet him, he definitely be liking my tweets. So I need to um, petition for him and music to do something. I would like to see them on tour together. That would be fine. I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean, everybody loves Lucky, and he old, so, okay, can we say one more thing about Lucky? Because now that he's- love Lucky Day, y'all. Like, she be trying to keep it cool, but somebody's in love with this man. Okay, because I really, really love the Painted album, which I was not going to listen to. I did not care about until Vic was like, I'm literally locking you in the house to listen to it. Um, and I did, and I love, so I love the music. Didn't really like him. I was like, he dressed crazy. His hair looked a fool. And <laughs> he was for me. Being a mean girl, um, but now he's so fine, and I know the music good. So, and y'all know I go do like, uh, like research spirals. So I have like this whole list of videos from him that I'm gonna watch. But um, I found out that he has writing credits. Well, he co-wrote "You Plus Me" is a love lesson by Mary J. Blige. One of her best songs of of today. He also co-wrote with Neo. She's got her own. A hit. And then remix. And what other song did I tell you? Oh, 10,000 Hours by LMA. Which he was the best song, too. So, and he wrote, and he wrote Painted All By Himself, which I'm like, why does he act so weird when he obviously can read and write? I love finding out details like this about artists that I really like, because this is the same thing that happened when Ro James came out. And I found out that he wrote a lot of Miguel stuff, especially Use Me, which is my shit still, and just him being affiliated with certain people. I was like, oh, that's tight. So when I started to find out more about Lucky Day and found out like how old he was, how long he's been working, I was just like, oh, wait, you got skin in the game for real. That's and that's how you pay that baby mom. On to summer. Oh. 
so Summer did well. I think that she surprised me in a good way because first off, she got flack for accepting her award the way she did last Soul Train Awards or a couple Soul Train Awards. So I think that her coming out with a little bit more stage presence was purposeful. Mm. I like that she is capable of just standing there and commanding the microphone. Mm. But that song is the perfect song to watch her do it to because it's band breaks in the song where they supposed to go off without her anyway. Loved it. She looked bomb. The dress fit the surgery well. The hair didn't get on my nerves. She didn't look dirty like y'all be saying because she's not. I don't know. I liked it a lot. She did really good. One of my favorite performances and she didn't even do nothing. Yeah, she, the fact that she could stand still and sound like Jennifer Holiday, I will never understand. Loud, loud. I'd be like, how is she projecting like that? Because usually, and we talked about this offline, but even people who sing effortlessly, you can see them working their vocals. Like you can see she them. Open their mouth. She don't open her mouth more than a, milli a millimeter or whatever. And I've seen her live, so I know that she don't be doing pre-records. Like she really be singing. So I just like, how is all of this power coming out of that voice? And by power, I don't even mean like Whitney Houston or nothing like that. I just mean it's volume behind her and she don't even be opening her teeth. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You could see a, a very significant difference between the way that Ari Lennox performs and the way that Summer performs on stage together. Ari going off, hooping and hollering, moving around, swinging her arms, like, it's a whole well, thing. On her own performance, she stood still like Snow Allegra when she did, when she did Pressure. And I was like, maybe her shoes hurt. I don't know what it was giving. It did give like a foot hurt, because on the video, she does some of the choreography with Pressure, with the girls. I right. see somebody did, uh, somebody did a choreography video to Pressure. And I was like, if Ireland could just tap in a little bit to this, come in and out of some of this choreography, that would eat it, because that song deserves that. No, it was given Sister Mary Francis when she was a showgirl. I was like, what is going on, Ari? She said, I have never been, nor never will I be. I'm a showgirl. What I am is a headliner. <laughs> I love Sister Act 2. Oh, my God. A film. Listen, a cult classic. But yeah, no, I loved, I loved uh, Ari coming out. Well, you know, again, I went on a spiral the other day. I was watching a bunch of like um, promo lives that Summer was doing. And in every single live, she said Unloyal was her favorite song on the album. Really? She said it's her favorite song. She said that's her favorite style of music. She's like, she like, I like soul music. That's the music I like to make. She just kept saying that over and over. That's the style of music I like to make with the band, with the instruments, soulful. That's what she just kept saying that. So, and then she was like posting on Instagram. Somebody said like, what's your favorite song? Or on Twitter, it's like, Ask Summer. And she was like, the best song on the album, my favorite song on the album is Unloyal. So. Well, give us more of the sort, some. Yeah, so, it's more of the sort. So, <laughs> I love that they performed that because it is definitely one of my favorite songs on the album. Mm. I love their friendship. It's I do so like that they're friends. Because you can tell they really love each other, mm -hmm. you know. And I think a highlight was them going back and forth at the end of the performance and then stacking their vocal at the end. I lost it. Yeah, because Summer know how to place that fucking voice. Ooh. She's a very interesting vocalist to me. I really like her. And I think that they did really, really good. I want a video. Like, I need Unloyal to be next. Ari's 
live performance video. Mm -hmm. And I want Masego to be on the saxophone because no shade. My old crush, he was kind of messing up a little bit at the at the Soul Train. Real? He he played with he and Robert Glassburg's band, the guy that was playing. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he was my crush for a long time. And then I actually wound up talking to him by accident, like at this thing. He was standing next to me and he act shy and was he was he was acting shy and slow and I was sad. I don't like timid men. I don't like shy acting men. I don't either. But niggas be having mental stuff going on and like insecurity issues. That's a whole nother podcast. I hope you don't never listen to this podcast. And he's like, this bitch, you probably don't remember who I am, so it's fine. But I just remember being like, looking, like talking. You know how you be talking and you look up and you see who it is? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh. Oh. <laughs> I've been him for years. I miss having crushes on people. Um, but just to wrap up the Soul Train Awards, Gina and Pam killed it as always. Queens of Comedy get them every year. I love their chemistry together too. Their friendship is one of my favorites in the industry. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah, I had a ball, and then I stayed for the after party. You know they do the um the legends thing with DJ Cassidy where the oh, old yeah, I ain't watched that. <laughs> Walk around. Blondie can't. Blondie had a little moment and went mm-hmm. off. That's the thing about BET. They will sneak up on you with the people that they pull out. I love that. People got to stop talking about my channel. Listen, BET is really got it, and they do the DJ Cassidy thing after every. Uh-huh. Every like, major thing on the show on the channel, and I love it. Like DJ Cassidy, I mean, I don't know his story too much. I know he's like a big thing in like early two thousands New York DJ life, but I love what he cultivated with Pass the Mic. It's really I really yeah. love it, and it's nice to see the elders. Yeah, cause you and they pull out people that you don't get to see that you've been thinking about. <laughs> It's always <laughs> no seriously. It's always somebody. Yeah, I, was just saying, I want to see like when they did Gina Thompson. I was like, first of all, that's my favorite '90s song, and second of all, I never see her. I'd be thinking about where she at right now. And she looked good. Yeah. <laughs> Another amazing um, award show season. BC BC had the best awards this yeah. year. Always. They had the best quarantine awards last year, so. Pioneer for the children. Top of the year, I guess. Whatever. Either way, BC wins. Yeah, BC wins. They did that. Did that award goes to them. If you didn't watch it, watch all of it on the damn on demand. Portia show is not on demand, and it's blowing me. I got to find that. If you don't fucking turn on Broken Silence, God I like watching stuff on my laptop. I'll HDMI it to the TV. It's fine. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, <laughs> the end of the year is coming, so y'all know we're going to try to do our end of the year, our anniversary, whatever. Y'all know the two episodes to wait up for yeah. um, at the end of the year, and we'll talk to y'all soon. <laughs> I was about to say, don't give them no time frame. Like, they're going to yell. <laughs> right. The people be upset. I like that they come to you with the mess more than me. Oh, I want them to come to you. (laughs) Well, and on that note. (laughs) Bye.
Thank you.